you know, you'll, you'll never see a heroin addict actually fall. They'll never take a knee. <laughs> they're always, uh, it's the, it's this, they strive for, you know, they strive for that. They're, yeah. they're, they're a proud people. Yeah. They're like the big show. How are you going to knock them over? How could anyone ever eliminate them from the rumble? Yeah, that's always the question. You see seven feet tall. Yeah. Are you seven feet tall? How are you supposed to? If nothing else, the big show has always looked tall. <laughs> if yeah, the, nothing the else. Can fluctuate, but that height. They, that, the height's consistent. <laughs> he's consistently seven feet tall. Yeah, not bad. Not like Kurt Angle, where he's got that hunch now, so he's lost a couple inches. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, and, and people are just shrinking already. You know, he's, he has too many uh, vertebrae that have been fused together. Maybe that's what it yeah. is. So he just kind of keeps uh, uh, compacting himself a little bit. The power of gravity. You can't beat it. It's always pulling down on you. You can't beat the power of gravity. I remember a, I remember a kid, uh, my uh, my brother's hockey team was in like a, a terrible, terrible bus accident one time. Then no one, nobody died, thankfully. Yeah, but I think I know the accident, actually. Possibly, yeah. Um, yeah. You may have had friends who were on that team. Uh, because yeah, one, I played with one of the guys. He got all fucked up his shoulder. And Okay, yeah. Well, there was one point where one of the kids was uh, like j- wedged under Between, the, the yeah, seat in front of him. Yeah, that's the kid I played with. Tre- <laughs> yeah. uh, what was his name? Brian Parnell. Yes, that was his yeah, fucking I name. Yeah, I played with that guy. Yeah. You played with him. Okay. We're <laughs> I wasn't on that team that year, but yeah, he had a nasty scar afterwards and shit. Same dude, but um, no, I remember that because he was like bedridden in the hospital for like six months, yeah. six eight months. It was a long it was time, like, and, and everyone the, else on the bus was fine, but he just got like fucked, just like buried under seats. Yeah, it, it happened. I mean, I know my brother like broke his uh, what's that clavicle? He broke his clavicle oh, yeah. on that one. That um, sucks. you know, and ver- yeah, various injuries all throughout. But I remember this kid grew like half a foot. <laughs> uh, in a short period of time, no, I I definitely remember this happening uh, because yeah, they would have played hockey together, so I would have been like there with his like siblings and his family yeah. and stuff like that. And because like there was no gravity forcing him back down, the kid just shot up. <laughs> yeah, at like that six, age, yeah, you're growing six and... or eight inches or something. They were thirteen. That's crazy. Th- th- thankfully, everyone, it was uh, what was it? So their bus was hit by a tra- like a semi or like a, you know one of those long like an eighteen wheeler like that yeah. long thing uh, yeah. that was carrying Budweiser. Bottles of Budweiser. Ironic. And um, and no yeah, seatbelts on these buses. He's just <laughs> well, like a no, coach there, bus. there there was no there was no foul play. It was uh, black ice. It was like nighttime black ice. And yeah. uh, I, you know what? I can't for the life of me remember if the bus slid into the truck or if the truck slid into the bus. Uh, but either way, everyone everyone was alive. And uh, yeah, I remember the kid uh, Ryan. He was telling the story to us one time, and he's like. He was like buried under seats, and one of the guys' dads, like they knew someone was still on the bus, so like this guy just comes in like the Hulk and just starts like ripping seats apart right <laughs> off the fucking, just like literally ripping them out of the floor, just like rah! And he saves the kid from. <laughs> you know what? I have heard of the uh, of the adrenaline rush of parenthood that yeah. comes with you know it's one of those things you know like a baby's trapped under a car and the mother just like <laughs> like power lifts it up you know one yeah. of the one of those cases yeah because i think these Any kids, those, I, I always those, those stories always wonder how did that baby get out of that car to begin with how did the baby end up under the car be. that's the real question you're just like working on it you got the baby on the little board sliding next to you because you know, see i feel like if the baby's under the car the mom fucked up now she's trying to now she, now she <laughs> like, has to, lift, she 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 has like, to lift the car before dad gets yeah. home because you can't you can't get over uh <laughs> A baby. But the how baby, could any baby even be trapped under a car? Couldn't like, it just like crawl away? If it's trapped, that means the weight of the car is on it, which means it's dead. It would have had to, yeah, it would have had to get out of its uh, its <laughs> chamber somehow. So, uh, there's yeah, yeah, there's a lot of questions. How did the baby get so close to the car? Uh, 
This woman's bringing in groceries. She puts the baby down on the ground. Puts the baby down on the ground. No, that's what it is. So you have you have like all these like you just went shopping. You have all these bags and the baby in one arm, and you're kind of like putting them up and down as you go in and out of the trunk, and then you just forget which one's which. She comes inside. She unwraps the blanket. A loaf of bread's in there. She's like, Oh no, Santa Maria! She goes out to the car. Oh. Yeah, the the baby mixed himself up with a with a loaf of bread. I believe the uh, the correct term for the phenomenon is uh, retard strength. That's yeah. When you or, become, uh, <laughs> sorry, you become overwhelmed. Anyways, uh, John Cena uses it a lot in his matches when he hypes up. Yes, yes, you're uh, you're so <laughs> succumb with adrenaline that you just have to. Yeah, you do f- these feats of strength that are amazing. That would otherwise be known uh, not not to happen. Yeah. Oh, anyways. All right. Hell of a tangent. Hell of a tangent. Weird story that we uh we're both that we're both connected to that guy. So, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Didn't he live up on Patterson? What? Doesn't he live? Didn't he live up on Patterson? I don't know. I never okay. knew him outside of hockey. Okay. We were just business. Just business. <laughs> yeah, it was just it was strictly <laughs> Didn't business. Didn't go to the same school or anything. Strictly business. Nothing else. Nothing else. Okay, Mike, we're yeah. we're deep into this show, so we're just gonna we're just gonna wing this format because I think we already know what's happening, folks. You're listening to the Shoot Brothers Wrestling Podcast. This is the only uh, this is the only wrestling podcast out there that's hosted by uh, myself, Cameron Osborne, and my co-host Mike the Shoot Shepherd. Pew pew. Pew, we're back. This is our um. Uh, so we're hot. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. We're hot off of the shooties. Twenty nineteen. Yes. Uh, uh, extremely successful like, as always. Oh yeah. Just like AEW, the slate is now clean. Uh, for all the following year's awards, you know, uh, mm-hmm. rest of the year, match of the year, anything. We're 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 taking notes. We're we're watching all of you. And we're getting the full year in here this time. Where last year, we we we, we it was the full year scope. Although the show yeah. only covered kind of February about, and onwards. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, uh, yeah, so let's do this. Let's kick things off. Let's kick things off. Let's kick off the wrestling year. Uh, the way that the, the the way that the wrestling world has been kicking off for decades now, since 1992, I think I saw. <laughs> <laughs> Was it? Wait, I want to get this right. Uh, I wanna, since 1992, the January 4th Tokyo Dome show is live, aka Wrestle uh, Kingdom. <laughs> Okay, so this is only Wrestle Kingdom 14, though. So yes, it, yes. It was just, uh, it was just. What was it? What was it before Wrestle? It Kingdom? it had a whole lot of. Uh, was it just something different every time? Yeah, I, I had to look into this due to uh, some tr- some trivia that's coming up a little bit later. But yeah, it was. It, there were different names for a little while, and then it was called Wrestle World. Like uh, I think like ninety six through like two thousand one or something. It, it, it's it's had yeah. a it, you know it's evolved. It's evolved. But it all it all carries the same lineage, right? That's correct. Yeah. The IWGP title. That's correct. Um, you know, similar similar titles and all that. But it is New Japan, and uh, yes. what what better way to kick off the year than not one but two shows? <laughs> yeah. So is this the first time they've ever done the double? It's the first time they've ever done the double. Yeah, so uh, a lot of wrestling. It was a lot of wrestling. A lot of wrestling, and like we talked about before. I mean, shit. I mean, we both the uh, we. I, I now I did not watch this live. I watched this pre-taped. <laughs> pre-taped. Yeah. Be- yes. Same here. Um, and yeah, I skipped. I skipped a lot of these tag matches. Of course, um, you know, watching like this. This the single matches was really where my heart was at. But uh, what do you want? What 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 stood out to you? Yeah. No. Especially for the first night, there was a lot of. There was like three things on the pre-show I didn't even have nothing mm-hmm. to do with that. 
But uh, no, the eight-man tag at the beginning was fun with all those old guys and Jushin Liger just doing his shit. Getting great. His his 3,550th match. That's insane. Wow. Three, but, so, um, so, so this was 3,550, and yes. then 3,551 was the next match. He had, to, he had to stop just one. He couldn't have that even number. Yeah, that's too perfect. That's too perfect. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What do you want to start with here? Um... I don't, let's just let, I mean I, I I just want to kick in with uh with our IWGP United States Championship bout a the Mox a Texas Death Match whatever the fuck that means yeah um, so it's almost <laughs> it's almost a last man standing match but you can also win by submission so either ten count or submission everything else so no DQs no pinfalls. No only yeah, no ten count. count. Okay, we got that. But it's uh but we do have Lance Archer defending his title uh taking on the Mox man. He's hot. Yes. That the title man. he never lost. He had to vacate due to typhoon issues. That... Forfeit due to God. I think that's the <laughs> yeah. first time that an act of God uh, has resulted in a title forfeit. Yes. Uh, sidebar, did you ever see when Vince McMahon and Shane McMahon took on Shawn Michaels and God? In the tag match? <laughs> no. Yeah, it was just it was, uh, so, it was just Vince teasing Shawn about his religion, basically. And during God's entrance, they just had a spotlight come to the ring and... That was it. it was oh, just a so there, match. there was nobody. Okay, it was a two-on-one. There was nobody there. Yeah. They just had a spotlight. That's <laughs> yeah. funny. I want to, I want to look that up. <laughs> it was funny. They could have, if they somehow, they should have shot like a backstage angle where like a guy in a green suit picks up Vince and then they put it on a green screen so it looks like God's picking him oh, up. Yeah. <laughs> oh like, yeah. Vince, <laughs> stop the <laughs> Vince. But that might have been too much. Anyways. Yeah. To back to, to, to actually this. personify God. They actually booked a match with God, yeah. Wow. It's in the, his, it's in the record So books. God's WWE record is 0-1? I don't remember how match went. Oh, we got to figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we get this match. Anything goes. We get chairs, trash can lids, kendo sticks. Um, All of it. Yeah. <laughs> All that good All of shit. it. We were, uh, we were in the ring. We're out the ring. We're up the ramp. We're... Uh, yeah, we get the old, uh, the old table made out of four chairs. The, the old ring. table made of chairs. Yeah, Archer hits Moxie with like an electric bomb onto it. That's what I'll call it. Okay. Um, and then we get this plastic bag he pulls out at one point and just tries to suffocate Moxley. That's some ghetto shit there. It's like a grocery bag. <laughs> it was just a white <laughs> grocery bag. Um, and then we get those, you know, those great Japanese skinny tables. Uh, Moxley hits a jumping Death Rider off the apron through the table onto the floor. That was an awesome spot. Yeah. And uh, the ref starts to make his count. Mox makes it back into the ring, and Arch struggles, but he can't get up before the 10 count. So that's the end. Moxley is once again the IWGP US champion. Victory by 10 count. Yeah. Whoa. And they called it the uh, the Death Rider here in Japan. They always call it that instead of the Paradigm Shift. Yeah, that, that comes up on that comes up on his uh, on his uh, whatever like on, on, his, on his Titantron. Look, and I love yeah. the way they say it, too. The Japanese announcers say it. I was oh, yeah. they, Death Rudder! They, <laughs> they, re they really sell how cool that thing yeah, is. I love it. Uh, yeah, after Archer, he was bleeding from the arm, so I guess that table. Those tables don't fuck around. That's what so. Jericho said one time, Is that like, or Kenny Omega said, that those tables like aren't meant to break. Yeah, they're, they're meant, meant to be, be functioning, functioning tables. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, they're used as wrestling props, but uh, like we, when we need an announce table... We're just gonna go to the same pile. Mm -hmm. It's perfect. It's also weird how skinny they are. Yeah, like they're just they're just long and narrow. Hey man, 
whatever whatever, I mean, that's fine. whatever works i mean even <laughs> i was watching i was watching this with a buddy at work uh and the first thing he caught the first thing that he caught about the wrestle kingdom <clears throat> show is just like the way they film it and how big this place looks and now i'm sure the tokyo dome is huge i'm sure it's you know the biggest spot they got there you know it's probably like a big arena here it just, but it's just the way it, it was filmed makes it feel so big yeah and i think too because like the floor area is so big like it just looks like it goes on forever and it doesn't no have elevation that's right and even you know it could be in the it could be in a place the same size as like something like wrestlemania but wrestlemania has that huge display they have built over top of the ring <laughs> yeah where this is still like it has it has a jumbotron over top but it doesn't have the whole i don't know yeah there's a lot of yeah there's open air it feels like a big open i don't know it feels like a real different show but moxman the moxman's walking out of this uh walking out of day one champion though yeah. Shit. Yeah, he'll have it. His weekend's not done, as is the case for many of these men. Yeah, we'll see. We will see the mock. We will see John Moxley later. Uh, next match we have coming up, we have Hamaru Takahashi taking on Will Ospreay for that IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion. Takahashi, this is his first big bout back since just destroying his neck, uh, like a year ish, a year and a half ish ago. Um, so this was sweet because I never, I, I never really got to see this dude. Uh, get going because when I when I tuned into New Japan, he was uh, he was hurt. Yeah, well, he didn't hold back here. They no. had yeah lots of cool just little reversal sequences, chain wrestling. Uh, there was this one spot where they were like trying to do moon salts outside of the ring, but then he caught him, hit a German suplex, but he landed on his feet. They were just doing all this crazy shit. Um, yeah, but eventually Takahashi pulls out this crazy new move. It was kind of like a Gourd Buster Tombstone, but he just like puts him on the side, lands right on his fucking head, right awesome. on his head. <laughs> <laughs> as you'll see a lot this weekend as well. <laughs> you see that a lot. Uh, Will Osprey or Takahashi also took uh, one of Osprey's. Um, he calls it the Essex Destroyer. Have you seen this one? It's I'm like sure I have. It's it's a Canadian it's... destroyer, but you're kind of like off to the side instead of uh, over okay, top yeah, of him. Yeah. Kind of, it's still kind of the same move and same right on his head. Yeah, Just right on. No, there was, yeah, another awesome match. Uh, Takahashi wins that championship, and I think Will Ospreay won the belt last Wrestle Kingdom too. I think he beat Kota Ibushi, so uh, he held it. For, I think he may have held that thing, yeah, full, for a full, full year. year. There you go. That's a good reign. Uh, yeah, see what Seth Rollins has to say about that. <laughs> or see, yeah, see what CM Punk has to say about that because uh, CM Punk also likes Will Ospreay a lot. Oh well, Seth Rollins doesn't. Well, didn't yeah. Seth does not. Feud. Seth does but not. More more action coming up. More action coming up next. More title matches here. Yeah, we got the uh, yeah the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. Jay White defending against Naito. Uh, this match got a lot of time. This was like over thirty minutes, I think. Yep. Uh, yeah. Little Gato. Is that is that how you say it? Gato. Gato. I could. Gato. That's correct. Gato. Yeah, that little pudgy guy was on the outside just trying to interfere, help Jay White. Full on heel, um, yeah. He uses a chair, hits Naito's leg, and um, yeah. So White gets the advantage for a while, but Naito fights back. Jay continues to try to cheat, but Naito overcomes all this, hits a modified brainbuster, followed by the Destino to get the win and the title. Four title changes in a row. So we didn't even mention that tag title. Yes. Oh yeah, there was there was a tag title. Uh, Finn swap. Juice. They won. Yeah, Finn so. Juice. <laughs> There's, there was a lot of titles in New Japan. 
yeah, that was a that was another fun match. All those shenanigans, Naito was able to overcome. And Jay White, Jay White's uh, looking a lot better each and every time we see him. I think that's yeah. what's fun about uh, we 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 check into New Japan not not you know infrequently enough that people are people change every time we see them. And Jay White <laughs> feels like he was a kid uh, last Wrestle Kingdom, but now he's uh, here and with Gato, who um, Gato books uh, the whole card. I don't know oh, if you he? knew I that. Know. I don't know if you knew that about him. He's been booking New Japan uh, since like 2010 or oh, something. Cool. So uh, you know, Gato's clearly behind Jay White. Um, and yeah, yeah and, uh, and all of it. It's fun. Yeah. No, I like uh, Jay White just leaning into this heel character he's got. Yeah. Anytime yeah, he I just comes across more more personality during the match. I yeah. Like. Anytime I see a guy with a uh, like a long goatee. <laughs> you know he's gonna be a piece of shit because a normal goatee that's like okay whatever you just have facial hair but when it's long and scraggly it's like oh you're doing this on purpose yeah yeah ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so Naito he will move on to the next night to have that golden dash match whatever it was called yes double double dash golden bash or <laughs> something <laughs> it's main yeah. event time though it's main event time though folks we have our final singles match of the night for the iwgp heavyweight championship we have kazichi gokata de- uh, defending against kota Bushi, who won the g1 climax you know giving him the the briefcase and the shot at the yeah. title and kota Bushi yeah. looking better and better every time oh yeah he's this got that my, yeah. that little bowl cut and, I love uh, his haircut. So perfectly, like it never moves the whole never match. Never moves the whole time. It's perfect. It's crazy. The bangs, the everything is just. Ugh. How does that happen? I don't know. Oh, um, nice. And and then of course these guys get the old forty minute main event. Yeah. Treatment starts out slow burning, submission holds, exchanging, but uh, they work their way up. They start doing some crazy shit. Abushi uh, hits the bastard driver, which is an awesome move, just like a tombstone where they tuck the legs under. I don't even know, but it's yeah. awesome. Ah, uh, fucking Nobushi. I love him. Yeah, there was one uh, <laughs> one of those that looked kind of bad. Like uh, landing on his head? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> yeah. his head. Neck. Yeah. He just doesn't care some, about either one. And the strikes, too. Just the punches, kicks to the head. Okoda. There was one moment where Ibushi's just no-selling, and he eats his huge drop kick and just stands right back up looking like a badass. Oh, sick. Yeah. And then he starts using some closed fists on Akata, and the referee's red shoes is like, hey! No closed fists. No closed fists. Yeah. Um, then we get a fucking tombstone on the edge of the apron, a corkscrew tombstone in the ring, followed by a rainmaker. Or he goes for the rainmaker, but Ibushi hits his own rainmaker, and he keeps throwing everything at Akata, but Akata keeps kicking out. Crowd's going nuts at this point. Uh, Ibushi goes up top for the Phoenix Splash, but Akata avoids it, hits a pair of rainmakers, but Ibushi kicks out! He's still going. So we're like, holy fuck. Then Okada how, much, picks- how much longer? How much longer can he keep going for? <laughs> he picks up the lifeless Abushi, hits two more Rainmakers, goes for a third. Abushi ducks it, kicks his head, then a V-trigger. He goes for more, but Okada stops him, hits a sit-out tombstone, and one final Rainmaker to get the win. So he had to give. He had to throw everything. He had fucking. to throw everything he had at him, and the fa- and the crowds were going as crazy as a New Japan crowd will. Yeah, once he start kicking out of rainmakers, and which is started. <laughs> which is I love that their version of crazy. It's <laughs> so tame. Is you know comparatively, yeah. I love the the politeness of the crowd or like the way that in which they enjoy it. Yeah, is also so special. I feel like if you and I were to go to. The Tokyo Dome, which, you know, 
week. It's, it's a very, it's a very, it's a very real <laughs> option, right? Yeah. I feel like the no, mo- no. I feel like, I feel like the most expensive part is getting there. Oh, definitely. I feel like the tickets are like twenty I think bucks. The tickets would be way cheaper than <laughs> yeah, way cheaper than WrestleMania. But, you just, uh, which, which is also in the cards. Oh yeah, they're gonna keep doing them as long as we're around. So one day, Mike will go to a WrestleMania. One day, we'll go to a, a Wrestle Kingdom. Yes. One we'll day, do a, a Royal Rumble. We'll do a Rumble. We did a SummerSlam. So. You know, one yeah, day. We'll, uh, we'll check off the big ones. Maybe that's what we'll do. One one year, we'll uh, we'll fly out to to Atlanta, Georgia, and just uh, <laughs> we we do takeover. We do. Uh, you know, we'll do a takeover. We do the rumble, and maybe we catch a catch a catch a game, an Atlanta Hawks game or something. You know? Yeah. See? No more. Uh, no more thrash. No more thrash. I, I was what? thinking Atlanta Thrashers for a second. I was like, wait, I don't think we can do that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, excellent match. I really wanted Abushi to win the title though. Mm-hmm. So, but still a great match. I can't. Kazuchiko Kata reigns, and uh, and then yeah, so we we know kind of three dudes at the top of the card: Will Osprey, Jay White, and Kota Ibushi, all losers coming out of the first night of uh, of Wrestle Kingdom. But that's okay because yeah. there is a second night. Yes, we have more. Um, of course, Li- is- of course, Liger had another match. Yeah, so Ryu Lee and Hiromu Takahashi took on Naiko Sano and Jushin Thunder Liger, his final match ever. Uh, he was pulling off some fun stuff early on, just all these Mexican surfboard stretches, and yeah, you know, he got That's he got to look the classic, good, some, the classic, yeah, yeah. He had some good back and forth with everyone, but of course, it's his last match, so he goes out on his back. Takahashi picks him up, hits a tombstone to get the three count, ending the great career of the legendary Jushin Thunder Liger. Of the of the legendary career, putting over stars of the stars of the future. Of course, Ryu Lee, formerly known as uh, Dragon Lee, mm-hmm. uh, which I guess he was hurt for like a big period of time, but uh, but he but he's back, I think, and it's going to be pretty cool. I don't know if he's with New Japan or with AAA or whatever it is, but yeah, I don't know. Who the a hell lot knows? Of these guys are floaters on this show. Yeah, who the hell knows? Um, we do have, uh, do you want to, let's skip forward a couple matches, if, if we may dare, yeah. uh, because the Moxman, the Moxman has a round two, uh, yeah. because I think, I think the original plan was Lance Archer, Juice, Juice Robinson, and then John, Mo, then Moxman's like, you know, I deserve a shot. Like, hey, yeah, I never So lost. we kind of two-parted it, so, uh, John Moxley's, uh, going back to back and taking on Juice Robinson. Yeah, uh... Yeah, so they start the match just brawling outside the ring. Moxley tries to get some chairs, but he doesn't end up using them. This isn't a Texas death match. They just have a good old, yeah, good old back and forth regular match. Moxley ends up hitting a double arm DDT. He holds on, floats over, and then hits the Death Rider to retain his title. Death um, and then, Rider. And then after the match, Minoru Suzuki comes out and attacks Mox, chokes him out. So I guess that's uh, the next. Next Japan feud, but but Moxley works for AEW. What's happening here, Mike? Mike, what is happening here? Well, there's other things that could have implications like that. Oh my lord! Oh my lord! Yeah, this is another fantastic match. John Moxley's taking over the world. Um, you know, if uh, if if 2019 was the year of Jericho, 2020 is the year of Moxley. Yes, my only complaint about Moxley. Um, did you see a few weeks ago? It took uh, the the internet world by storm, the wrestling internet world, when the, that one guy in the Dark Order was giving those terrible punches. To yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
That's how I feel about Moxley's knee strikes when he's like holding the guy by the head and he's he's not even coming close by like six inches on some of those. That's my only complaint. Oh, I see what you're saying. In Japan, you can't get away with that, Moxley. Well, I guess he can, but when he's holding the guy and he's like uh, doing the knee rise, I just want it to be more snug. Okay. Mox, if you're listening. Moxley, if you're <laughs> if anybody associated with Mox is listening or to the Renee, show. Or Renee, if you want to get the word to him. Uh, please, anyone, yeah, Seth, if you guys are still talking, because uh, Seth definitely listens to the show. He, uh, yeah. he, he's, he's on occasion taking our advice regarding Twitter. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> but yeah, good for you, Mox. Good win. Uh, great win. It's great to see you have that belt uh, a little longer. You know, now, now you got a big schedule. You know, you're go, you're going Japan to the East Coast United States, back to Japan, back to the East Coast United States. You know, it's a lot of travel. A lot of travel. Yeah, hopefully yeah. Uh, the east coast of Canada soon. Oh my god, hopefully, dude! I had a dream. <laughs> I, I had a dream last night, and like it was a weird, weird shit was happening, you know. But amongst <laughs> the weird shit, like I swear, they were advertising for AEW in Montreal. Like that was like a part of my dream. Amongst all the other dumb shit yeah. that was happening, it's like wait, what? Oh. They're at the Bell Center? What? And then I yeah. <laughs> they'll hit the Bell Center. They'll hit it eventually. But no, so hit the Scotia Bank first. You think they're you think they're hitting the? I no, they're they're, they're going to go well, Rico Coliseum. That's a Rico. Yeah, Coliseum. they could go. If it was a pay per view, they could do Scotia Bank. Oh my God, that'd be great. We'll see. That would be fantastic. We'll see. Uh, let's 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 move on down this card though, because uh, because Jay White and Kota Ibushi had another match. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Guido again being a little shit, just trying to interfere, help White. Those uh, those metal barricades too that people are thrown into those are those are some real stiff shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I also like how the announcers' tables are directly behind it. There's not even oh, yeah. like a little those bit of knocked. there's not even a little like a little bit of space for the uh, yeah. for the barricade to move. It's just the tables directly behind it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, later on, the ref gets taken out, so Guido gets in the ring with a chair. He hits Abushi with it. But uh, then Coda nails him and just kills him with a single blow, which is funny. Uh, so the ref recovers. Abushi hits the big knee strikes. He goes for the cover, but Guido pulls the ref out of the ring at two. It was for like twelve seconds too. <laughs> yeah. I'm, and so I'm also watching this at work with <laughs> and just losing my mind. Yeah, he's such just, a little shit. This I'm just Guido counting all the seconds that it could have been. I'm yelling yeah. at the guy I'm with. He's like, he should have won. He should have won. <laughs> It was so uh, unprof- it was completely unprofessional of me. It was crazy. Yeah, Abushi <laughs> at one point hit a one-arm bastard driver, which looked cool. But then, uh, yeah, Guido. He still. He later on he gets these brass knuckles out, tries to hit Koda. Abushi stops him until White just flings a chair at his head, and then Guido hits him with the brass knuckles, and then White hits the Blade Runner. So he's Abushi's dead. He pins him after all that cheating. Jay White has won. After all that cheating, Kota Bushi has two losses in a row. After, I know, I can't believe it. The after man, the, I was hoping he was going to be two and zero oh this weekend. After that G one push that you get, you know, just like just like just like the push you get after you win the Rumble, right? Yeah. And you're head, then you're heading towards WrestleMania. What's this mean for? Uh, fucking hey, I don't know. I, he's got to be that world champ someday. He's never had it. I thought this year was the year. I thought this was the year. Oh my god. Yeah, but uh, everyone no. else, I don't know. Everyone else has had. I mean, not everyone, but all the other big names. Yeah, all the, everyone else has had it. Yeah, you're right. Every, all the other big, all the other big guys have had it. Just we're just waiting on you, dude. Yeah. Um, but he's, more, never, he, he's never officially signed with New Japan, though, is he? Maybe that's why. Oh, is he, he constantly likes, a uh, free agent? He likes doing whatever the fuck he wants. He's like, maybe tonight I want to go to DDT. Maybe I want to go over to Noah. I don't know. 
Oh yeah, too. okay. I see what I see what you're saying. And but he's just such a he's such a big draw. Like no company would ever yeah. say no to him. Like WWE wanted to sign him after the Cruiserweight Classic, but he's like, nah, I'm good. Nah, I I, I want to do shit to my neck. Yeah, he's like, maybe I'll come back in another couple of years for a few more matches. And why not? All right. Imagine he yeah. just imagine imagine Kota Ibushi is the last entrant in the Rumble this year. <laughs> yeah. Cute. Oh, people. Oh, you shit. It would shit your pants. People would <laughs> shit their pants. Yeah. I mean, you never know. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Uh, let's move. Let's move on to um, uh, someone who's not a free agent, though. But he uh, he is someone who would. I don't foresee him as the last entrant <laughs> in the Rumble <laughs> in the Royal Rumble this year. We have Chris Jericho taking on Hiroshi Tanahashi. Of course, Hiroshi Tanahashi is fourteenth uh, straight Wrestle Kingdom. You got to give wow. it to him. You got to give it to That's him for impressive. that. Yeah. Um, however, there is a there is a little caveat to this uh, to this match because if Hiroshi Tanahashi wins, he will receive an AEW World Championship match. Uh, yeah. At I I at a point TBD, possibly even um, the pay per view coming up in February. Yeah, that was uh well I guess, yeah, that's another thing. If is it going to be on AEW's terms or could he have it in Japan or who knows. Exactly. But 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 Chris Jericho comes down, you know, the pain maker himself. Oh, you know, you're coming down yeah. to your own music. Got the that's face pretty paint cool. on. <laughs> and well, uh, he did not he didn't come out to Judas though. Yeah, they couldn't get the rights, I guess. No, I think I think he did. Did he? I don't know. Maybe I didn't pay close enough attention. I swear, I no, that's like, ah, like, oh, shit. Maybe I'm getting it mixed up. Okay, well, we'll, we'll nerds, you check well, it and let us know. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll check the tape on that. <laughs> yeah, check the, we'll, we'll check the tape on that. But he does come out holding that AEW World Championship. Oh yeah, he's got the title. He's got his face paint on that he wears once in a while. Which I mean, that uh, that, that is pretty slick though. Seeing the belts between the things that uh that, that yeah, gave me a little like mark that. pop. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Jericho playing the heel early on. He's giving the crowd the finger. He calls his opponent Fakahashi. Was a big insult. Big insult. Uh, I love the uh, the classic. Um, the, what's what's turned into a Chris Jericho classic now of picking up a camera and taking photos of yourself giving the middle finger, which is I feel like what <laughs> like what a teenager would do if they got, yeah. if they caught a camera. Well, he's yeah, he's got that that attitude. The fifty year old trying to be a little punk. It's funny, but. Yeah, this match was good. They start they start inside, but they soon brawl out to the ring. Jericho hits a DDT onto one of those little tables. I think they just kind of caught the end of it. They didn't quite break it. The little, it just, just the little table. <laughs> looked even worse because of that, though. But um, And then later on, Jericho's just talking shit in the ring, and Tanahashi hits him with a low blow. And then Tanahashi goes off the top rope, but Jericho catches him midair with a code breaker, but only gets a two count. And then uh, they they go back and forth a little bit more, and then Jericho locks in that lion tamer in the middle of the ring, and Tanahashi's struggling, so Jericho puts it in extra deep, and he forces Tanahashi to tap out. And he does not get that title match. <laughs> extra deep, yeah. I thought he was gonna take it uh, right before that last code breaker. I thought I thought Tanahashi was gonna take it, and uh, yeah, going do in, I thought storm. Tanahashi would win this as well. I thought just to see what would happen too. Chris Jericho, but Chris Jericho hasn't lost in a long time now. Uh, well, that one tag match. That one tag, no. But in uh, you know, in singles, yeah. singles, in, singles match, no. in, sing, in a singles, in singles competition, he's still super yeah. protected right now. And you know what? These guys, Chris Jericho's forty nine years old. Hiroshi Tanahashi's forty three years old. Yeah, they God put on damn. a great match. God damn, they can still put on a great match, even <laughs> though uh, they should long be retired. Tanahashi <laughs> does not give you the vibe of somebody in their forties. No, yeah, no. he's got like a. He's still quick. He can still. He's like do an AJ those. Styles fitness 
type of thing. He's yeah, he's an AJ Styles type where I think AJ Styles could just probably wrestle until he's 50. I want him to have yeah. I want AJ Styles to have his long like his silky brown hair, but like it be silky and gray. Little, <laughs> or like sil peppery. silky salt and pepper hair. Yeah. And then uh yeah, that but that's that's a conversation for another day. Let's get <laughs> <laughs> let's get to our main event. Let's get to our main event. So this is the double gold dash match. Double double gold dash match. Yeah. Uh which, you know, of course means what we we all know what it means, so I don't even need to say it. But I think I'm going to say <laughs> both it anyways. Titles. <laughs> it means that both titles are on the line. Yes. Um. So we have the I'll, IW uh, we have the IWGP Heavyweight Championship and the IWGP Intercontinental Championship on the line. We have Tia Naito, uh, the IC champ, taking on uh, Kazuchika Okada, the Heavyweight Champion, in yeah, another a... barn burner. Kazuchika Okada can have two straight. Nights in a row of yeah, like 35, 40 minute matches. <laughs> well, upwards of 40 minute matches and still, uh, and still like be able to perform every time. Uh, any highlights? For, what, what were your highlights for you through this match? Yeah, just more people landing on their heads. There was, uh, Naito hits a poison run <laughs> off the top rope and Akata just lands on his head. On the, yeah, just more uh, people landing on their heads, you know. Yeah, you know, Akata hits that corkscrew tombstone followed by a rainmaker and Naito kicks out of that. Uh, there was a lot of rainmakers. Akata hits more, but Naito gets out. He hits his destineer for two count, so everyone's kicking out of shit. But uh, eventually, he does get some more moves, and he hits another destineer, and he gets that win. So he's now a double champ. Tetsuya uh, Naito, the Naito. double champ, dethroning Kazuchika Okada, who uh, is is the 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 goat, the goat of this IWGP belt. You know, he's had the most defenses out of everybody. He's had the most combined days out of everybody. You know, I think he's probably third or fourth on the number of reigns uh, list. So it's it's a, this is a tall order. Not only take out Kazuchika Okada, but take out take him out for that championship. Yeah, and that's. Uh yeah, that's a big, that's a big, uh, big push for Naito. See, I don't know what are they gonna do now. They got he's got both titles. He's gonna have to defend them both. He's gonna be a busy man. That is, yeah, that, that's exactly that's exactly correct. Um, did you did you watch the little what happened after though? Uh, I think so. Oh boy! Of course, in the midst of the celebration, uh, WWE uh, for former WWE um, star, uh, what the fuck's his name? You know his name. Well, his name's uh, Kenta now. What was his name then? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Whoever he is, I don't know. I don't know. Kenta, Kenta comes out to congratulate Naito, and then just fucking slaps him to the ground. <laughs> so he wants one or both of those belts. I don't really know, but uh, it looks know. like Kenta Naito is going to be our next thing, possibly uh, leading up to Dominion in the summer, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, now it's bugging me. I need to know that guy's name. I don't, I it'll know. come. It'll come. It'll come. But yeah, uh, but th that was our uh, Jesus Christ. That was our two nights of Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, that was. We only covered like half the matches. And we only there, covered half so, the matches. Fantastic <laughs> shows on both got, sides. Uh, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. We can't, no, uh, no word from Uncle Dave yet, though. Uh, on matches, but you know, uh, yeah, there's a lot to get to. So, did but, you have yeah, did, yeah. did you have a favorite on that uh, on either of those two nights? Uh, probably Okada Bushi. The Okada Bushi match. Yeah, but and uh, yeah, yeah, that's probably my favorite overall. Lance Archer versus Moxley was great. They were all pretty solid. All pretty but, good. Bushi Okada. I think yeah. I'd give my match of the weekend to um, uh, what did I like? Uh. 
Oh, the uh, the the Takahashi Will Osprey match. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, that one was great as well. Yeah, that was great. I love that one. Uh, that one that Will Osprey does, where he just kind of runs full speed at you, and swings his elbow like as hard as he can, <laughs> at, at directly at your skull. And yeah. then uh, I I love that move. <laughs> and you just hope for the best. <laughs> you, you just kind of fingers crossed, hope for the best. And that was Wrestle Kingdom. That was Wrestle Kingdom. It was great. What a way to kick off our wrestling year, Mike. Yes. Um, but. let's keep, let's keep kicking off the year in the best possible way, you know, uh, um, one, uh, championships, championships, uh, crossing, crossing hands all week. And, uh, I think, or sorry, yeah, all week, all weekend. And this will be no different, uh, because this week we have a new tweet of the week champion. It's the tweet of the week. It's the tweet of the week. <laughs> All right, I think I might know who it is. I think you know. <laughs> I, I have a feeling you know where I'm going to go uh, with this, Mike. <laughs> no, so, I've... so we're we are a couple weeks behind. We are a couple weeks behind. I actually had some uh, some some tweets that I'd found from earlier, or since we had our last show, since we had episode 49. Uh, yeah. So there was there was actually like some good stuff that on any other week would have one tweet of the week. <laughs> Uh, but uh, but uh, but something but things like this only come on come along every so often. Um, uh, earlier on in the week, the Miz was on uh, WWE backstage on Fox, um, where he I guess filmed a little selfie video of a little CM Punk type spoof, and he kind of walked up and said, uh, "Oh, sorry, I did not change the culture," you know, just kind of you know spoofing whatever. Yeah. Uh, and CM Punk responds to this tweet, uh, this little thing on the, by the way, on the Fox, it wasn't like somebody retweeted this. It was directly on the WWE on Fox. And then he retweeted this, uh, by saying to the Miz, go suck a blood covered dick in Saudi Arabia. You fucking dork. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, harsh. Uh, this is you. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm gonna say a little too harsh. I'm just gonna say like this. Up a response. Yeah, like he Miz probably he started at about a two or three. Oh yeah. Oh, Punk yeah. just <laughs> he started as a I'm literally just spoofing you. Yeah. Um, I mean, okay. CM Punk had CM Punk. I thought was our uh, Twitter kind of expert of like what should and should not be said. He's saying fantastic things about Will Ospreay. He's saying Seth Rollins, stop, do, stop, just doing this. <laughs> yeah. Um. Just a weird. This is a weird move for CM Punk, though. I do have to give it to him. I do have to give it to him, though, because he's saying shit on Twitter that I think like you or I would have said after like you know a full bottle of Jameson, and he's doing yeah. this completely sober. So I do, I do have to give it to you for that. I have to put you over for that one. <laughs> um. Yeah. That, that, he's he's speaking with that with that whiskey confidence. Yeah, he does not give a fuck, but he he has since deleted the tweet, but it's out there. Oh, it, it was it was out there. You know what? I feel like there's two ways to approach that sort of Saudi Arabia thing. It's like the Daniel Bryan way of I'm just going to gracefully not do it and uh, and you know write the story around me. I'll see you guys when you get back. And then there's the well, this way. Like CM Punk would not be going to Saudi Arabia. A hundred percent. I think Miz didn't even go to this year's one. I think he was one of the few guys. That was on that SmackDown when everyone wasn't back. Oh, really? Yeah, from what I recall. But okay. He still has gone before, uh, but 
yeah, the whole thing is pretty hilarious. Just CM Punk. <laughs> well, yeah, he went he went to the one before where there was like the best in the world thing, because yeah, uh, that's how we ended up winning. That's how he ended up uh, actually winning it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so that was woof. <laughs> woof. Yeah, pretty that's, much. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's all I got for that one. So, um, but congratulations to CM Punk, <laughs> yeah. our uh, tweet of the week champion, of course. Uh, so now he's two got time. two potential, two potential feuds coming back with both Miz and Rollins. Perfect. You know, two time tweet of the week champion. There you go. Uh, there you have it. There you have it. And um, oh, what a great way! What a great way to kick off that. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know, as, yeah. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, okay, I think so. you're like, okay, this is it. There was another good one. Uh, I do, I just quick, quick tweet of the week shout out because, like I said, on any other given week, this, this, this may have won it. Um, backstage, Charlie had a good tweet about uh, where she said, I, I'll, I'll give up, I'll give up my entire paycheck to stop to, to or to not see Lashley and Lana on TV. <laughs> I was like, you know what? That's that was also pretty. Yeah, yeah. I would have given it to you for that one, but uh, nothing beats right. that Saudi blood money. Yeah, not this week. Not this week, Charlie. Not this week. Not this week, Charlie. But nice to know that Charlie's out there. Oh, she's the out Twitter there. Oh, she's oh, she's her. shooting. She's shooting hard. Yeah, she gets mentioned on this show. We respect you, Charlie. Of course, backstage Charlie um, is one of yeah. my backstage favorites. It's a name of it's a name of endearment. We know your name. It's a it's an endearing name. Of course, and I know I even know how to spell it. I think I spelt yes, it a couple weeks back. I think you I spelt it a couple correct. weeks back yeah. too. You've, you've been a trivia question, Charlie. We love you. You've made it. You've made it backstage, Charlie. Okay, okay. Let's kick this one off right. because we're 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 well, done talking about New Japan. We're yes, done talking before, about Twitter. Before we move forward, let's move backwards real quick. Uh, I just want a couple things happen on SmackDown. You love moving. You love moving backwards. Well, this was there is some important things here. Um, so Shorty G had a match, and then afterwards. Uh, Sheamus comes out, so we get his official return. He scares off the revival, but then he hits Shorty G, so I guess he's a heel. Um, that wasn't the only return we got because the Miz fought Kofi Kingston, and the Miz lost. And then after he does a heel move, he attacks Kofi after the match, and he runs off all angry. So backstage, they try to get a word with the Miz, but who opens the locker room door? John Morrison. John Van Morrison. Yes, the, the former. Singer, songwriter, musician, <laughs> uh, singer of the doors. But he answers the door here, making his return, and he just says, not now. So that was the big John Moore. They didn't even say his name or anything. They just, you just had to know it was him. Didn't he, yeah, didn't even see his name. Uh, heel Miz, Heel Morrison. They had, a, they had a tag team called something, right? Yeah, like the Miz Moore. <laughs> Moore Miz. Yeah. Uh, but that... This is great. This is great. You know, top top heel. I mean, who are our top heels on SmackDown right now? Besides, I mean, fuck Baron, fucking Baron Corbin, Corbin and Dolph and Ziggler. Ziggler yeah. But uh, but you know, um, this yeah. if, if the Miz Daniel Bryan's ever gonna happen, uh, we'll we'll need we'll need a piece of shit Miz. Yeah. So, <laughs> not one, not two. That's two returns. So we still got a third return coming up. Because uh, during the main event, Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan took on Ziggler and Corbin. Uh, during the match, the lights shut out. The Fiend appears. He attacks Bryan, so he's taken out. So uh, Ziggler and Corbin get out the handcuffs. They get out the dog food. They're ready to embarrass Roman Reigns again. When, watch out, get off the road because the Usos are back. They make their big return. <laughs> get off the road. <laughs> get off the road. The Usos are back. 
Yeah, they get a big pop. They come down, save their cousin Roman and stand tall. So good to have them back. I was happy. This is They've great. The, the bloodline, you know, uh, yeah, why not? The bloodline, this, yeah. This is our six so, man. This is our six man tag, right? Baron Corbin, Dolph Ziggler, and friend against uh, Roman Reigns and the Usos. <laughs> yeah, the Usos. next week that's your SmackDown main event. That's your SmackDown but, main event for the next couple weeks, folks. So uh, <laughs> three, three big returns. Not, not bad for a SmackDown. It was yeah, or not three, bad. So, yeah, still no good. word on Naomi. I guess I don't know. I guess I don't know what show she's supposed to be. On. Uh, yeah, probably SmackDown. And then one last thing because this is very important. Uh, the Otis and Mandy Rose saga. You may remember last time Ziggler squashed the cake that he uh, had given to her. Yes. So oh. uh, we see we see Otis backstage. He's working out, just lifting a keg. And then Mandy Rose approaches him. She's like, oh, hey, happy new year. Uh, how's your mom? Did you make anything for the holidays? And then Otis is just like, ah, why don't you go ask Ziggler? She's like, oh, you saw that? And he's like, I didn't, but my mama did. And then Tucker just walks up. Hey, man, we got a match. Let's go. So Mandy's left hanging. And now, you know, there's these this tease that she's the one lusting after Otis. So. That's what I really I'm think intrigued. it is. I'm yep. intrigued. Um, yeah, so that was that. That's all I got for SmackDown. Perfect. Yeah, big returns. <laughs> Bi- no, Just no. Need, b- yeah, needed to get those in there. Big returns uh, to kick off the new year. I guess that was on, like, the 3rd or something of January. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which was great. Which was great. It's going to see great, going to great see the Usos teaming up with uh, Roman Reigns in the future. And Sheamus. With his with his yeah. cool goatee he's, thing. What did I say about the back, shaggy uh, goatee? What did I just say about the shaggy goatee? <laughs> but he's a heel, so he it wants It means you to, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. He got rid of the mohawk, though. He's just got his gelled hair. Now, now he's just got the spiked up yeah, thing. Which is, uh, yeah, no more you look stupid chance. Which is great. Maybe one last run for this. Uh, I mean, he's got to be 40 years old. He's got to be old. He's, and he's, and he's, so, yeah, he's, he's so big. I bet this, this isn't yeah. going to work out for a lot longer for him. He's, uh, yeah, and he's had some injury issues lately, so yeah, only a couple more runs left for him. We'll see. I mean, the guy has to be like 6'4", right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, dude's got to be huge. Yeah, 6'4". Yeah. They have him 6'4", right. 260. 260, yeah. Yeah. That's, an inf- that's inflated, but you know, god damn it. <laughs> god damn it, great to see those returns, Mike, on the very first SmackDown of the year. Uh, but I think we should move. I think we should keep moving on because the week yeah. uh, also keeps moving on. Um, where we are kicking off 2020 with the longest running episodic television ever made ever. I think yes. is that what is that what the, is that their claim to fame? Uh, yeah, something along those lines. Something along those lines. Uh, and of course, you know what we're talking about. We're talking about Monday Night Raw. Let's get Raw! Let's get Raw! Monday Night Raw live from fucking somewhere USA where uh, we've been told that Brock Lesnar's going to come. Mm-hmm. Which is great uh, because I f- kind of forget what he looks like. Yeah, he, I know he's got a tattoo of a uh, something. Uh, <laughs> his hair thing. is his hair going to be long or short? Will he have a beard? We do not know. He kind of shows up and he looks a little bit different every time. But this time he comes down, of course, with his uh, consistently looking penguin counterpart, Paul Heyman. Um, yes. To uh, to to really just to tell us that uh. You know, Brock Lesnar is he doesn't want to wait for someone to challenge him for this WWE championship anymore. Uh, and he's actually going to be 
joining the Royal Rumble match at number one, just to prove to us how dominant he is. Yeah, so, I mean, it kind of just gets him out of having to defend his title, though. Gets him having to defend the title. Um, you know, I think if before this week, if you asked me uh, w- which Rumble will main event, I think I would have said the Women's Rumble. But uh, I think this is pretty much the, the men's main. The men's Rumble is going to main event uh, in a couple weeks this year. I think you know this is it's going to be exactly what I think it is. It's just going to be Brock Lesnar throwing guys who are like inter- like internet over but not tv <laughs> over like shorty g is getting tossed mustafa yeah. ali is getting tossed andrade is going to get tossed kind of guys who i think like the nerds really fan over really just kind of like to fucking stick it to them <laughs> um and he's gonna and he's yeah. gonna last a long time i don't know you know he's gonna last until that kind of like last five uh which is yeah it? he's got to make it at least till the 20s which is a pretty right. tall order to ask of anybody. I mean, I know, you know, Brock Lesnar has that specific schedule that he gets to work. But I guess part yeah. of that was like, hey, you, you you can have no matches in six months. But the one you have, <laughs> you have to be out there for an hour. Yeah. And he starts, you know, he starts sweating like a like a sucker. Oh, he's going to get red. So minutes. he's going to get red so early. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but no, that'll be that adds a fun, intriguing storyline and. Obviously, whoever eliminates Brock is going to get a huge pop, huge push. Yeah, I Maybe, mean, do we uh, have uh, do we have a, do we have an early on shoot meter regarding Rumble winners? Uh, so even who you think will winner, eliminate but Brock? Surprise entrant, surprise entrant coming out at number twenty nine. Dominic, Dominic, here. <laughs> Dominic's going to eliminate Brock <laughs> <Yeah>. Lesnar. <laughs> yes, with Rey Mysterio in the ring, another late entry. They're going to team up, and Kane Velasquez as well. He might be at the Rumble. Who knows? Yeah, I, I, yeah, Kane, I, I, yeah, Kane. If Kane's going to eliminate Brock, get that title shot. Um, I'm putting my early shoot meter on. Uh, I think Drew. I think Drew McIntyre. I think Drew. this is his time. I feel like we uh, every time Drew is almost going to get a big push. He never does. This has to be it, though. This is the one time. <laughs> if, if it doesn't, if no, no, if it doesn't happen this time, then I'm off the yeah. train. It was All sort right, of like you can have Drew. I'm hedging my bets elsewhere. But so, sort of like Braun Strowman. You know, it was like every single time he gets the push, it never happens, and now we're officially off the Braun Strowman train. Yeah. Right? It's like he's never gonna. It's never gonna happen. But never Drew, happen. I don't know. Drew, yeah, Drew. Still, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Let's move but. on. Uh, let's move on to another uh, our first match of the night, which is actually United States Championship match. Andrade taking on Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio comes out, cuts a little promo in uh, both in Spanish and English, explaining yeah. that Andrade does not deserve to represent uh, the United States. Um, and of course, so we get the match, and Zelina Vega is of course by Andrade's side. Yeah, this was a good match. Mysterio hits a Canadian destroyer. Woo! And he gets the three count, but Selena Vega had put Andrade's foot on the bottom rope. See, that's why you ref- that's why you have somebody who's intelligent like that in the ring to help you yes. out with these sorts of things. Luckily, she's just tall enough to reach the bottom rope. As well. <laughs> Luckily, if she would have missed his foot, <laughs> whoops. <laughs> yeah. So the ref waves off his decision, the match is restarted, and then later on Ray hits a six one nine, but Andrade rolls out of the ring and Zelina helps him. So Ray jumps onto Andrade, and then Andrade just throws Ray off of him, and he lands on Vega. So there's a nice man-on-woman bump. It's fun to see. Yep. We're always <laughs> but, uh, one. We're always one step away from getting that first, like you know, 
the that first intergender match. It's going to happen. Yeah. You know, I mean, last or didn't last year we got that uh, Baron Corbin had the end of days on Becky. We're like, ooh, yeah. that's big. That's Every big. once in a while they do something. Every like once that. in a while. Yeah. Becky fought or she defeated James Ellsworth, too, as well. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. But uh, yeah, so Ray, um, yeah, Andrade grabs Ray, throws him into the steps, and then he hits, or he goes for the hammerlock DDT, but the ref stops him to check on Ray. And then Ray goes to check on Vega because he's a nice guy because he feels bad. He's like, hey, man, I have a wife and daughter. I didn't mean to hit her. Nice guy, Ray. Yeah. Andrade says, fuck that. He gives him the hammerlock DDT, gets the win. And then after the match, the big heel, he rips off Ray's mask and gives it to Zelina as a peace offer. Yeah, this is weird. Um, it seems like wasn't it just like a couple weeks ago? This was like on, Mysterio was retiring, and now uh, and now yeah, we've taken kinda... now we've taken his mask off. He's been defeated he's, a couple times in a row. Yeah, uh, he's not, uh, yeah. He he's he's teased that retirement like three times, and then his son had to talk him out of it. And, no, he's not retiring. Can't, can't, compl- can't complain about that action though. You know, uh, I think few few people have more chemistry together. And uh, in, you know, or at least on Raw. So this was a great way to kick off, you know, to kick off 2020 with this match. Yeah. And then <laughs> I don't know it happened later on at some point. They're backstage interviewing Andrade or something. And then Ray just runs him, beats him up, takes his max back. Yeah. So he saw the back of his bald head. <laughs> we, we, we have we have seen the front, though. The Internet knows what oh, yeah. it looks he's, like. He's been unmasked before. A couple he's times. Yeah, I think when you're going but. for like 20 years, <laughs> you've been in a couple unmasking storylines at that point. Yeah, but yeah. anyways, it's just a matter of pride. Matter of pride. Speaking of pride, we got another match coming up. Um, another title match. Another here. title match. Two in a row. Who doesn't love tag team wrestling? We have the Viking Raiders defending, I think they're the champs, against yeah. the OC and the Street Profits. Um, I don't know, though. I don't know who's champions uh, because... Yeah, the Viking... Well, yeah. I didn't watch the introductions. I didn't watch them walk down to the ramp. I just cut into the action. The big foghorn that goes off when the Vikings come out. Of course, the, uh, of course the Viking Raiders are the champs, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're the champs. <laughs> oh, my this God. Was, it was the, yeah, it was still a solid match. The yeah. crowd... Crowd loves the street profits, even though they've lost. Uh, they've lost a lot of heat lately, though. Yeah, I was gonna say they haven't. They haven't done too much with them. They've been losing, and but uh, Carl Anderson tries to steal the victory at one point, but he gets caught alone against the Vikings, and they hit their power bomb, big splash combo to retain their titles. Uh, yeah. Besides, like the losing, the, you know, the the this the kind of quieter reaction the street profits are getting. Uh, this was a fantastic match, you know, but uh. Street Profits are a bunch of studs. Montez Ford is awesome. And the crowd's behind him the entire time. And it's only a matter of time until these guys start climbing up the They have the talent. They just need the focus with the tag division. Yes. We need to focus in on whatever the hell we're doing over there. Yeah. Um, Yeah, we get... uh, We're kicking over to the women's side of things. Yeah, the man, the champ, Becky Lynch, comes out. And she just cuts a promo going over the history of her and Asuka. Who then comes out and she gets in the ring with Becky, but the man clocks her with the man's right and walks away. The man's right yeah, and well. just walks away. Um, for me personally, I think, uh, you know, this is the hottest story I think that we have on Raw right now. Is it at least this build to Asuka Becky? 
Um, yeah, if I'm being serious, yes. If I'm being serious, I mean, <laughs> I mean, honestly, the hottest angle is what's in the cage. But I was going to say, <laughs> coming up next is what. Uh, <laughs> I think that's the actual hottest angle. But, uh, yeah, this is going to be great. It's yeah, just like, no, at the Rumble, that's going to be a good match. Yeah, just when's the match going to happen? It's going to be fantastic. Uh, let's keep going. Rumble's, yeah, Rumble's always fun just for the, obviously, the two Rumble matches, but between Becky, Asuka, Brian, Fiend, we should have some fun, some fun other things going on. And I do like this uh, Asuka just speaking in Japanese thing. And we you don't need to know what she's saying to know that she's being a piece of shit. Yeah. And then once in a while, she'll put a stamp on it. She'll be like, Asuka, two belt. Yeah. That, and then, yeah. And that that's really <laughs> getting over. She's finally getting over. It seems yeah, after yeah. years of, I mean, she, she was a champion before. Yeah. On NXT, she was super over. And when she first, but then she had that loss to Charlotte. And then they kind of put her down for a bit. But yeah. Now that Kyrie Sane had that injury, Asuka could shine as a solo for a bit and still be tag champ. We'll see. Yeah, let's see. Well, let's hope Kyrie Sane gets better too. Oh, of course. Of Love course. Um, but yeah, like I was just saying, uh, the hottest angle in the entire company right now. <laughs> what is in the cage? Backstage, Eric Ro- uh, Mo- oh, Mojo Raleigh asked Eric Rowan if he can play yeah. look in the cage. And then Eric Rowan's just like, He's okay. Like, you know what? Help yourself. What? Why? <laughs> like, don't why was anybody. this? <laughs> yeah, like why was caught this? Caught him in a good mood. Yeah, caught him I in guess. a good mood. I'm in a good mood today. So, uh, and then Mojo takes a look and he freaks out right afterwards. Yeah, he uh, jumps back. He's screaming. He's like, what's wrong with you, man? What the hell? And he just walks off. Rowan smiles. So, a little tease. We still don't know, but there's still, something we morbid. We still don't know. Yeah, something. Now I'm thinking, I'm thinking now it's something like mutilated in there. Like some, I don't know. But you severed. still think you still think it's gonna be a live thing? It might not be a live. I don't know because something else happens later on. So I'm very, but I want to know. At least they, that's how they got you. They they make you want it. That's how they got you. And as a result of this, I think Eric Rowan takes on a jobber and he yeah takes him out. He kills the little guy and then after the match he drags him over to the cage. He sticks his face in and then the man pulls away and he's screaming. And there's blood covering his face, so we don't know what the hell happened in there. So did this creature attack him? Did it spit on him? I don't know, but. So they, yeah, so I don't know what's in Where, there. Yeah, we have no. Clue. Is it alive? It's good, but something it's, morbid. It's, it's something. like it's as if something like scratched him. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Do you think like I don't know? Whoever it's it's made, so hot. It's so hot right now. <laughs> whoever made the mask for the fiend put it together some like animatronic creature. Well, I was about to say because when they put his face in there, something had to spurt blood at him. It was like there had to have yeah. been like a little button. Let's press. We have to see it eventually. They have to have something. Oh my mind. God! Where's the payoff gonna be? <laughs> God damn it! So I don't know, but hmm. yeah, they can't. They can't make it go too much longer. We gotta get there. They gave us a tiny tease this week. We gotta get more peaks. Little peak. Little glimpse of what's under there. A wing. A leg. A, Show s- me something. a sound. Feathers. <laughs> scales. It's anything. Yeah, it's a sound. It's gonna be like. <laughs> <laughs> or is it more of like a ho? <laughs> no, yeah, that, that, that could be hum. big. That could be big. But uh, yeah, this this is hot. This is hot, and the shoot meter is flying all over the place um, oh, yeah. on this angle. So hopefully <laughs> on, that <one. laughs> on that one, let's hope uh, let's hope we get some something conclusion on that later. Uh, let's move on to our next match, though. We've got the phenomenal yeah. the phenomenal AJ Styles. Yes, taking, taking on Akira Tozawa. Yeah, not much here. Styles gets a pretty decisive win, but he gets the finish with an RKO, mocking Orton. He was doing some of his mannerisms as well. He's doing his old taunt on the rope and the pump up and his whole yeah. yeah. So there's your mid card feud. They've kind of been uh, at each other for a little while now. Yeah, they have been, and they had the match. Uh, didn't they have the match at Mania that we forgot about? 
that they now they're now we're circling back to this. Orton Styles, yeah, I barely remember. I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, just a, just mm-hmm. a couple champs, just a couple pros, <laughs> yeah. uh, doing a job. Uh, so one of the funnier moments after and after this, when Styles is done, he's walking back up the ramp, and then the wedding minister from the next segment rolls into the ring, and then he just security just jumps on him and tackles him and pulls him out. Did you see that? Clip? So how the fuck does this <laughs> happen? <laughs> okay, so this is what I'm, this is what I'm picturing, right? So you're 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 an actor and you're in the business, right? Or you're an actor and you've always wanted to roll under the ropes of a WWE <laughs> ring, and this is your big chance, right? So you're sitting there by the timekeepers area, or wherever you're sitting, and you're waiting for the time that someone taps you on the shoulder, they're like, "Okay, go." Mm-hmm. And now you go, and of course you're gonna roll under. Because yeah. you've, you've been dreaming this whole You're not going to take the stairs because what does a cr- what would a crazy person do who's rushing the stage? They would roll yeah. under. They wouldn't take the stairs in a calm, nonchalant way. Yeah. This guy gets fucking so, tackled. Who didn't tell security that, was that this hilarious. was happening? Yeah. So apparently some woman comes running out. She's got the Bible. She's like, no, no, it's first segment. So they... They sort things out, but the camera but didn't pan away immediately. Like, it, it yeah, at first it zoomed it. in. It's like, oh, is this? Should I be filming this? Something's happening. Then <laughs> I feel like Vince is back there in Gorilla, just saying like, hey, wait, just wait a second. Yeah, he's like waiting until the very like, last Vince, minute. Then yeah. he's like, oh, okay, change it. <laughs> probably because he knows it's supposed to. Like, he knows the guy's part of the show, so he's like, ah, ha, ha, god damn it, that's that's, <laughs> that's funny shit. That's funny but, shit. Yeah. So he was out there for a reason. Uh, they did not properly finish the wedding last week. Rusev popped out of the cake and ruined it. So Good point. Lashley and Lana come back out. The minister's here. Uh, it doesn't take too long. He officially marries them. Lana then cuts a promo about all those interruptions. And then Rusev pops up on the screen. He's on a tropical island. Or at least it looks like it. Not it really. well, he's, yeah, I know. He's, <laughs> on, he's on the beach. He's, yeah. in, uh, he's in full vacation mode. He's in full honeymoon mode, right? He's going on a honeymoon by himself. Yeah, so he's just teasing them, and they yell at the screen, and Lana just keeps droning on, and then Lashley tells her to shut up. Did you see that? That felt like too much. There was much. a brief, there was a, what, telling a woman to shut up? Yeah, that felt a bit weird to me. Well, I don't think he truly loves her, so. Oh, that's a good point. This we're we're still did, waiting. So. Extreme Rules is February, right? Lana on a pole match? I mean, it's uh, coming. Or Lana in the shark, Lana in the shark cage. <laughs> uh, lo- loser gets to keep her. I think that's the only yeah. that's the only place where this can go. Yeah, we haven't seen the shark cage in a year and a half or so. I so. think since uh, Enzo uh, Amore was in one. Yeah, that could be it. Yeah. So Lana, she gets told to shut up, but they don't linger on that too long. Lashley just says if Rusev has any balls, he'll show up next week on Raw. So that's that's all you get for this week of that angle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess we'll see next week. Of course, it's getting it's getting the hits. It's getting the hits for the WWE. Apparently, yeah. Apparently, they made like 15 mil from YouTube revenue last year. Wow, so not bad. And you think Lana and Lashley are seeing any of it? I don't know how that works, but uh, we'll you'd, see. You'd like to hope so. A little something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, backstage, Charlie. She interviews our truth about him setting the record for the most title wins in WWE history. Uh, breaking Raven's old record from oh of the, of the yeah. hardcore championship of the hardcore, right so. right 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 truth is taking I mean truth is more more of a WWE guy than Raven so that's appropriate I guess it's fantastic uh, before he can say much Liv Morgan walks up and she says that next week she will be in Rusev's corner when he takes on Lashley 
But um, I'm hoping that Liv can be more than just a corner woman because we didn't get much from her at all this week after that big angle last week. You know what? And it, I, I, I kind of got this feeling that that the whole the Liv Morgan angle wasn't supposed to happen. I, it I, seemed I, a bit. I'm uh, getting. Yeah. I, I've got. I've kind of gotten the feeling that they were building Liv Morgan for something else, and then something yeah. happened backstage, and it was like just throw her into it. Because uh, yeah. all they have, to, all they would have to do for the crowd to pop is just have Liv Morgan seen and then play the Fiends like little intro music. That's all you. Would, <laughs> that's all you would have had to do, right? Like building to something. Yeah. Uh, it really feels like that Lana lesbian angle was not was intended, weird. and now they're just going to move right past it. Yeah, I'm hoping that. Yeah, I don't know what she's going to do next week. Have Liv Morgan in the corner, if, and then, I don't know, a buffer week, and then we can move her on to maybe... On. Yeah, I don't want her to be... She, she should not be a corner woman. She should be in her own storylines, doing her own shit. Wrestling matches. Of course. Yeah, yeah. It seemed, it does seem like a weird thing to do. Yeah. But, anyways, uh, we get someone else we haven't seen in a long time. Sarah Logan. Another former Riot Squad and member. And she's covered with all sorts of face paint and Viking <laughs> attire. If only there was pelts, though, today. if only there know. was another group on this show that had similar Viking att- look like a looking attire to them. Shit. Uh, it'd be great. Know, it'd, be, it'd be great if only if there was only a you know um I not what's the word I'm looking for? Um something that we could all do together. Ah fuck no, that's a bad <laughs> one. What's a synonym? Like, At, uh, yeah, <laughs> what's something that we, like, uh, kind of like something that we could all do and enjoy at the same time to do with Vikings? <laughs> well, yeah, this one's like tough. Old, this one's uh, tough. I don't know where I'm going with this one, but uh, yeah, Sarah the Logan. Dark Order, Dark Collective, same thing there. No, it's the same thing. So we okay. Anyways, let's move on. We got Sarah Logan taking Charlotte on Charlotte Flair, taking yes. on my girl Charlotte Flair, throws her around. Uh, fantastic. Uh, next yeah. up, though, my <laughs> yeah, never, oh, next match up, never though, even really started. Ne- match never really uh, starts. Uh, I bet Sarah Logan's getting a lot of main event time. I bet she's probably. a st- yeah. uh, staple on that, along with Natty. Uh, but your other favorite guy, not Drew McIntyre. No way, Jose's here to take on Drew McIntyre. Uh, and of course, Drew he just beats up a bunch of the conga line buddies because Jose's too easy on his own. And then eventually Drew does hit him with the Claymore, which now he counts down to. I don't know. You see, you know yeah, not, that was cool. Yeah, yeah so or like the, cra- the crowd. Like, it, well, the crowd. Well, the crowd. into it. Yeah, the crowd kept going like one more time, one more time. Oh, yeah. Kidding. So he kept doing some more. He's like, you want me to do one more? <laughs> one more. <laughs> you want more? You want some <laughs> more? And of course, ah. he gets the win. Of course, Drew McIntyre gets the win after the match. Drew McIntyre picks up a little microphone that he gets somehow, uh, and mm-hmm. he—I <laughs> never know—and um, he does announce his entry to the Royal Rumble match, uh, saying yeah. all sorts of stuff. He promises that no one's going to stand in his way. Um, there you go, man. I think he—he—I he, he, okay. Drew McIntyre is the kind of guy who, even in NXT, coming out of NXT, it's just like he's going to be a champ one day. He's got the, you know, he's going to be a champ. He will be a champion. He's got the look. He's got the size. He's got the, you know, the mic skills, the in-ring. He's going to be a champ. He's going to be a champ. He's going to be a champ. So why not like right now? <laughs> well, that's exactly how I feel about this next guy. He did say one thing before before we do move on, though, from this little segment. He did say one yes. thing in his little post that got me, uh, that got me laughing, that he was saying that, like, uh, everyone... Everyone in uh, the conga line is still is like dumb, except for the cheeseburger guy. 
<laughs> and that made me laugh. <laughs> yeah, that <was laughs> Give a little props out to that guy. So there you have it. Hopefully uh, he will get a better WrestleMania moment this year than he did last year. Yes, just like this other next big thing, also from NXT. Mr. Alistair Black here taking on Shelton Benjamin, who I guess is on Raw. Mm-hmm. So, quick Great. little match. You know how it goes. Black hits the Black Mass for the win. But then after, Buddy Murphy comes out and attacks him and leaves him laid out. So that feud's still going. Yep. Still going on. Yeah. I mean, and they can just Murphy's keep... 0-2, but he's not over it. Yeah, they can just keep doing it. You know, it's good. It's going to be their round three. Uh, maybe something at the Rumble. I hope it doesn't culminate on television, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I, ma- I imagine they'll both be in the Rumble match, and they can have a little showdown there, and we'll see what happens. That's a good point. That's a good point. Let's. Uh, it's main event time, though. Let's move on to the main event. Where yes. uh, we're told we're getting Seth Rollins and AOP versus Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, and a mystery partner. Yeah, they teased it earlier on in the night. They had Kevin Owens and or Samoa Joe take Kevin Owens and Charlie to like this dark locker room, and he gave him a peek. Big Show was just kind of sitting in the dark all night waiting for his time. I guess or, so. Sorry, I just spoiled the surprise. Oh my but, God, Mike! <laughs> uh, it is Samoa Joe, Kevin O, and the Big Show taking on AOP and Rollins. So. After over two years of being away, really, it's, it's been it's been that long. I think so. Twenty seventeen huh. or wow. 20, yeah, it's been a while since. Yeah, he no, I, I didn't I didn't know that. Yeah, so uh, yeah, he's not retired yet, boys. You know how it goes. Big Show gets the hot tag later in the match. He starts running wild, but then AOP grab him. Seth Rollins hits him with a chair, so we get the DQ. But then Joe and Owens help show after the match. And Big Show nails Rollins with the KO punch. So AOP just drag him off as the baby faces stand tall to end the show. Stand tall to end the show. Um, Big Show's back and ready to turn. Ready yeah, ready for that Royal Rumble. Have the, the old gang up moment. How yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I saw somewhere uh, someone, someone actually... Uh, like went back to count the amount of times that Big Show has turned, oh. and it was something like thirty-one <laughs> or thirty-three times since debuting yeah. on WCW has he turned like heel to face, heel face, heel face, heel face, heel face, heel face. Yeah, I could believe that. Just fantastic! It's fantastic. What a great <laughs> and what a great way to kick off, or sorry, what a great way to end the uh, very first Monday Night Raw of the year, of the decade. The decade. There you go. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> Yeah, crowd was happy for, for the big show. So yeah, why not? There you go. Why not? And that's all the show. That or that that was Monday Night Raw. That was the show. Um, I think we're gonna take a quick little break. Yes, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back with, of course, uh, some trivia, and it is the Wednesday Night Wars. So you're gonna want to stick around for that. We're back. We're back with the second half of the show. Yeah, we got some. Some some fun. May, some may say it's the best part, or some, I bet there's also people out there who are saying it's the worst part of the show. No. Well, I mean, no if there's that. people saying the one thing, there have to be people saying the other thing. Not always. <laughs> Not always. Let's kick off the second half of the show the only way that we know how, which is with our trivia. Trivia. We've got all sorts of Q's and hopefully a few A's. Mike, I've got four questions for you. I've got four for you. Oh, boy. So um, we're just going to do the old pancake stack. 
We're just going to yeah, sta- flap the flapjack stack. Uh, Mike, I'm going to kick off this week's trivia for you. Of course, um, we just passed Wrestle Kingdom on January 4th. Uh, mm. And there have been a lot of WWE stars who have um, who have wrestled at Wrestle Kingdom. So uh, all these questions are having to do with uh, people or WWE wrestlers who have also had matches at Wrestle Kingdom. Okay. Okay. And they're all just kind of like one answer things. Uh, but I, th- I think you can get it. They're all, uh, they're all, they're all people you know and names you know and names and people that are pretty yeah. goddamn. So, but they could, uh, their WWE career could have happened before or after. Before or time. after. In, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, okay. So uh, we're gonna kick back to 2010 at Wrestle Kingdom Four. Mm. The uh, the tag team um, in New Japan known as Team 3D. Huh. Lost their lost their IWGP Tag Team Championships. Um, what is the team 3D better known as in WWE? Ah, uh, the Dudley Boys. The Dudley Boys is correct. In uh, over New Japan, they were called Brother Ray and Brother Devon. <laughs> yes, copyright issues. Copyright issues. Copyright issues. <laughs> but yeah, there you have it. If they were in China, they could get away with it. Maybe they don't care about it. Yeah. Copyright. All right. All right, sticking with uh, something similar theme-wise, uh, Jushin Thunder Liger, of course, wrestled his final match ever at Wrestle Kingdom this past weekend. Jushin Thunder Liger. But he did have one match in the WWE slash NXT universe. Uh, do you know who his opponent was? An opponent in NXT? Yes. What? Yes, it happened at the first TakeOver Brooklyn. Okay, so his only match that he wrestled for what year? What company. year is that? Can can I get a uh, can I get a year guess? That that's that would I just, can give you. Okay, no, I'll give you the year. Give me five seconds. Uh, so the first takeover Brooklyn, of course, famously held in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn, in 2015. 2015. Okay, so 2015. Someone on the NXT roster. Someone on the NXT roster who may you know may not be on the NXT roster right now. It's gonna be someone who he was. Comfortable working with maybe uh, someone who's going to put on a good match. I'm going to say someone else uh, who's uh, of a similar style and could work something like that. I'm going to go out and say it was um, Finn Balor. A worthy guess, but no. Yeah, it was actually someone may seem a bit surprising to you, but he was a much bigger deal at the time. He was semi-main event material in NXT. It was Tyler Breeze. Hmm. Tyler Prince Breeze. Pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was he flirted with the NXT title but never won it, but he was up there, so he had the it was actually a good match if you ever want to go back and watch it. The crowd loved Liger. He was doing all his fun little poses and moves. And and, and that was Liger's only match in NXT? Yeah. But that's now he's there, just like Kota Ibushi and a couple others. They can say they technically wrestled. They've for technically the, wrestled. The WWE umbrella. So it was cool. And he can enter the Hall of Fame now. And you'd be like, yeah, I remember when I was in NXT. For that one day. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. Fantastic. Fantastic. Who won? Oh, Liger won. Cool. Undefeated. Undefeated (laughs) in NXT. (laughs) 1-0. Okay, Mike. I got a second question for you. WWE stars at Wrestle Kingdom. At Wrestle Kingdom 5, Tatsuya Naito had a a match for the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. Hmm. Uh, which at the time was held by which Attitude Era star? I'm going to say Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle's a good guess, but you're actually wrong. The correct answer is Jeff ah. Hardy. Oh. Yes, this is 2011. 
and yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that's yeah. No, that's good. Good. Uh, yeah, I don't think of Jeff Hardy as much when it comes to the Japan stuff. You do, uh, yeah, I guess I guess there was a time where uh, I I think Ring of Honor and yeah, Ring of Honor and J- New Japan are chill together. So I guess yeah. this was just kind of before that where it was TNA. Well, good, good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, another one and done. So uh, you know, Awesome Kong. She's currently in AEW here mm-hmm. in the women's division, but uh, she did. She was known as Karma when she worked for WWE, and she did take part in only one match. Um, do you know who she fought in that one match? Um, her name was Karma. Karma. She's still, I mean, she's the exact same person as Awesome Kong. They just wanted a name that they could trademark. Yeah, yeah. they just they just wanted their own name. God, I don't even know who that would be. I'm going to say it's somebody else <laughs> big. Yeah, um, it's... Um, a slightly uh, to give a hint i'll say it's a slight trick question it's a slightly trick question so i'm gonna feel like maybe she didn't like the match never happened or it was a trick question okay okay let me think about this let me think about this trick question maybe so the match didn't happen she wasn't in a match she was in the match okay it's in the record book okay but it's not it's not a match match it's a match it's a match, but I don't think you're looking for. I think you're looking for some type of battle royal if you can type think thing. Of, if you can, I think you're looking for either like an Andre the Memorial battle royal giant thing, or uh, God, maybe even maybe even the Rumble. But I don't remember you. I, I know we had trivia one time about Nia Jax in the Rumble, but I don't remember if it was she was like the only woman. Fuck, it's going to be one of those two things, and whichever one I say is going to be the wrong one. But I'm going to say it was the Royal, a Royal Rumble. Yes, she, <laughs> she competed against 29 other men in the 2012 Royal Rumble. 2012, yeah. no shit. Yeah, she was like the, the second or third woman to enter the Rumble at the time. And um, how'd she do? <laughs> She did all right. I think picked up. She probably eliminated someone like Santino Morella. Yeah, one of the a couple joke eliminations, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, and then she gets big. Yeah, someone, someone big. I don't know, but that was her one. She was signed for like a year or two. She was even in one of the video games, but that ended up being her only match. Really, she got pregnant, and oh. then she lost the thing, unfortunately, and uh, things just fell apart. Hmm. But now she's with AEW. She's doing all right. So there you go. Well, yeah, she's oh. the uh, she's the enforcer of the Nightmare fan- collective, collective, whatever they're called. Yeah. <laughs> She wears the hair belt. She wears the hair belt. You know, the belt of all the <laughs> hair. Uh, fantastic, fantastic. God, I can't believe I got that. I can't believe I got that. Yeah, there you go. Um, it was, like I said, it was a bit of a trick. It was a bit of a trick. No, no, that's, name. no, that's, as soon as you said <laughs> trick, it was, uh, that was great. That was great. Um, okay, Mike, next question. Next question for you. Uh, question number three, and uh, this is only a few years ago, Wrestle Kingdom 10. It only took 12 minutes for this time splitter to defeat Kenny Omega for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. I would say Kushida. Kushida. He did. He won it like three yes. or four times over there too. Yeah, and now and now he's uh yeah, we haven't seen too much from him in NXT doing much yet, but he's he's getting stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's He's, he's kept the gimmick. He, he's still he will he will be and... participating in this Dusty Road uh classic. Yeah. Who's his partner again? His, uh, oh, wasn't it his fellow time splitter? His fellow time splitter, Alex Shelley. There you go. Yeah, there you guy. go. So WWE signed Alex Shelley somehow. 
Hey, Shelly boy. Shelly boy. Right. The pipes, the pipes are calling. All right. This next one. Uh, we talk about this man often on the show. Where We love him. We have nothing bad to say about him. He wrestled for many companies, but uh, he did end his career in WWE. Our man, Fit Finley. Fit. Yep. He uh, he won one single title in his WWE run. So uh, what title did he win, and who did he beat to win that title? Who did he beat? Oh, I hope it wasn't a joke title. Um, <laughs> Fit, Fit Finley's been around this whole time, right? Yeah. For Since the 90s. Yeah, he's WCW and then WWE. WCW. Um, uh, Here's what I'm going to say. Here's what I'm going to say. I do remember that there was, uh, there used to be a title called um, that, uh, the British Championship. Wasn't that a thing? The The European European title? title? That was a thing. Uh, And that sounds like just the title that he would have, that he would have, that he would have taken, right? You know, give, if you're, it's your only title win, give it to the guy who uh, is actually from the, you know, the continent that it's called. So I'm going to say he won the European Championship. And I don't know much about guys who would have held that type of thing. Um, so I'm going to say he won the European Championship by defeating maybe a fellow European, uh, like a like British Bulldog. There we go. Uh, that was my no. final answer. I'm sorry. Final answer. All right. Oh, damn. Uh, you were thinking a bit uh, too early, too early in uh, in time. Okay. He didn't come. He didn't come to WWE until. Like 2000s. Okay. So uh, the European title was actually gone at that point. Mm. So he had won the U.S. title. And believe it or not, he beat Bobby Lashley for it. Surprise. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't remember the year. But uh, our boy Fit, he had one title. I, I think he had more in WCW. But U.S. title in WWE. There you go. The U.S. title. Something I'm sure means Finlay. something I'm sure means a lot to him. Yeah. Yeah. There you go, Finley. <laughs> Okay, my uh, my final question for you here, Mike. Uh, like we were saying earlier on in the show, um, the January fourth Tokyo Dome show has actually existed since 1992, and had a bunch of different names uh, before. 2007 was when it eventually or officially became known as Wrestle Kingdom. Um, but in the year 2006, one year prior, the show was called Tukin Shidu Chapter One, where this WWE star defeated Shinsuke Nakamura for the IWGP Championship only to have the title vacated 280 days later because he refused to return to Japan and defend it. I'll say Brock Lesnar. The beast Brock Lesnar. <laughs> he's the only he's the only person in the history of that championship who has had to vacate it not because yeah. of injury. <laughs> what a dick. What a dick. But he held it he held it for long enough and um yeah, they, yeah. they had to Did he ever defend it during the ring? No, never did. They had to like play with it oh, too because like he asshole. wouldn't come back with the physical belt. He yeah. would not He's return like, with it. So they had he to they, they had to kinda like go around it and then like find another belt and then merge something else together. It like caused like a whole yeah. whack of problems. Yeah, um, I have heard some of that. But, what but, an asshole. But he's still part of the, <laughs> What an asshole, right? But he's still part he's of like, the... I ain't going to fucking Japan. I ain't flying for 12 hours. He went, he went once, and then he's like, fuck yeah. he's like, never that. again. Never again. But he is still yeah. a part of that title's lineage. Yeah, can't erase it. You know, Chris Benoit still in the record books. So. As he deserves to be. Yes, and uh, Brock is not as bad as a person as him, so... <laughs> and, and that <laughs> is saying something. <laughs> Uh, but it is, it is also saying something that even over even 
13 years, 14 years ago, he wasn't defending the titles that he had. Yeah, that's a good point. At least, at least Brock Lesnar's character has been so <laughs> consistent throughout. Yeah. All right. My final question mm-hmm. for you. Uh, this is another one. You got to you gotta know. You got to pay attention. I'm not saying it's tricky, but you got to know things. Okay. Okay. So how many former ECW world champions wrestled a match in 2019 for WWE? Or I'll just yeah I want I want four names I'll tell you there's four so have four <laughs> former ECW world champions wrestled for WWE in 2019. Four of them. Oh my God! Former ECW world championship champions wrestled. Okay, yes. okay, okay. And is it world the world okay. championship? The ECW world title. Okay. Oh, the, the okay. The belt title. itself. Okay. Um. Okay. Well, uh, Kofi Kingston. Definitely. Uh, he's one. Uh, oh my god, who even would have done... Rob Van Dam didn't have a match this year in 2019, did he? No, he showed up once really stoned. I do <laughs> I do remember him showing up real high one time. Uh, but yeah, I'm definitely going to say Kofi Kingston. I'm definitely going to say somebody like... Uh, maybe, a, maybe a Jeff Hardy type? Hmm... Sure. Let's. Did Jeff Hardy wrestle in 2019? Fuck, I don't remember. Uh, man, this one's tough. This one's tough. Okay, let's say let's say him. So let's say Buddy Buddy, who I just said. What did we say? Kofi Kingston. <laughs> We're gonna say. Uh, I'm gonna pull like a, a wild card move and maybe say someone. Like, I'm gonna say Kane. Uh, I feel like Kane uh, would have been in ECW at one point. And that's all I got. So you said Kofi, Kofi Jeff Hardy, and Kane? Kofi, Jeff Hardy, Kane. All right. Kane is correct. Hey. Uh, Jeff Hardy is not. No. But Matt Hardy would have been correct. Matt Hardy would have. Okay. Yes. Uh, Kofi never did win the ECW title. Shit. I could have sworn uh, I could have sworn he did from like a previous trivia we had. He uh, he wrestled in ECW. Oh, okay. The, uh, the revived ECW version, but no, he did not win the title. Right. Uh, the other two names I was looking for, Bobby Lashley. Bobby was Lashley, champion. okay. And then the only actual original ECW guy was Rhino. He wrestled in the Battle Royal, I think. Oh. <laughs> he was a former he champ. He was a former champ. That is true. Rhino. That is true. Okay, I was, I was, I was, one, I was one for four on got, that one. You got one and a half points if you had said Matt Hardy. If I had said Matt Hardy, I had the, I had the, I had the wrong Hardy. <laughs> Uh, yeah. that one, that one's on me. That one's on me. That one's on me. And there you have it. That was, but, that yeah. was our, uh, that was our trivia for the week. There you it go. It was fantastic. Yeah, that was fantastic. Always. I think it's about time we, um, let's just keep moving on. Let's keep moving on, you know, because after our trivia, of course we have to visit our Wednesday night war. Yes. Because, uh, and which, uh, I, I think we, we've been doing this past couple weeks, so let's do it again. Let's kick off this week's Wednesday night war with, uh, A-E-W-U's. A-E-W-U. All elite, they coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet, baby. Baby, we're back. Um, so this uh, we uh we had a show last week. Oh, I guess we didn't recover. Well, let's just cover. Let's just cover what's going on this week because we have been told that uh, John Moxley will be making his decision 
regarding yes, they've, uh, uh, an, an ownership stake his, in the inner in the inner circle. He's getting a car. He's going to have all the wealth yeah. that he could ever imagine, ever dream of. Um, Seven hundred fifty thousand dollar car. That's an expensive car. Only few made. You had to be on a special list just to get one. Wow. And apparently, Chris Jericho's on that list, or yeah. or they're on Chris Jericho's list. Uh, John Cena had one, and then he sold it, and they tried to sue him. I, I remember that. Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. They signed. You had to like sign a contract when you bought it, and then. I and know, I remember reading that he sold the car because he's like, I can't drive it because I don't fit yeah. in it. Like it's, it's a, like, it, it was yeah, like, it's like a, a I'm like, <laughs> it's a sports car, and he's fucking John Cena. He's like, I don't yeah. fit in this thing. <laughs> I think someone said the car is like, like the roof of the car is like 26 inches off the ground or something stupid like that. And John Cena can't <laughs> fit in like that. Really like that, that's Ford's fault for uh, yeah. for giving John Cena. Well, it's it's kind of Cena's fault too for accepting he didn't even it. Sit in the car for that's all. Well, I think he bought it. I'm a Matt. Maybe he just got it for. I don't yeah, maybe know. He... either way, <laughs> it's on the table. Jericho's either way, there's a car in. available. But yeah. we're uh, we're gonna get that as our main event at the end of the night. We do kick off the show though. Um, there's a lot of tag wrestling, of course, uh, because this is all elite wrestling. Uh, we have yeah. Kenny Omega and Adam Hangman Page taking on Private Party, and uh, of course, like we said, you know, uh, last week the uh, records reset. Yeah. And Hangman, he's he's kind of doing this new uh, this drunkard character. Yeah, he's right coming now. up. And every- I don't remember last week he was like drinking whiskey or something at the table commentary. Yeah, yeah, I forget yeah, what's yeah, going yeah. On. he's yeah he's doing he's 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 transitioning to something else. I think he's getting mad that all these kind of losses are piling up for him. Uh, but another another red hot opener um, that uh, yeah. that throughout teases the tension that's been going on between Adam Page and Kenny Omega. Yeah, last week, or I forget when it was, but Paige accidentally hit Omega with that buckshot lariat, and they kind of tease the same spot here, but uh, like Kenny's holding the guy, Paige goes for the thing, he ducks, but this time he stopped himself, but then he gets shoved into Kenny anyway, so continuing to tease that tension. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you notice Kenny had like these circular marks on his shoulder and shit? Looks like he had some of that hot cupping stuff Yeah, done. yeah, he got cupped. <laughs> yeah, I got cupped. <laughs> but no, this was a fun match. Mark Quinn is always he's the he's you know, he's the little guy flying all over doing his crazy flips to the floor, landing on his feet, and JR's like, How the hell did you do that? But <laughs> Yeah, JR JR shit. was great this week. Uh this week's uh AEW Dark also had some uh Vicky Guerrero was on commentary. Also oh, had yeah, some yeah, fantastic moments on there where I think at one point Excalibur, you can hear him muttering under the, uh, like beside the microphone. He's just saying like, "Oh Jesus Christ, oh Jesus." Christ. <laughs> uh, did you know there was some fucking woman in the crowd with a very high pitched scream that constantly reacted to about a lot of stuff in this match? Oh, I didn't catch that, or I, I was I, I was listening at a lower volume. Maybe I just didn't. Okay, catch it. yeah, and then she faded throughout the night. Someone's probably told her to shut the. Fuck <laughs> hey, up. miss. But. No, this was fun. Fun match. Uh, Private Party hit the gin and juice for a big near fall, but Paige breaks it up. Kenny recovers. Him and Paige hit a V-trigger buckshot lariat combo, which looks cool. And then Kenny hits the one-winged angel to get the win for his team. So, uh, yeah. And then after the match, Pac appears on the screen, and he's attacking Michael Nakazawa. And then he demands that Kenny give him his rubber match, or his assaults will continue. So Kenny runs off backstage to help him. Yeah, and he, then Paige is like, "All right." So, Hangman just goes around. And he casually he grabs a beer from a fan and chugs it down, and then he goes to another guy, grabs his beer, and he's just drinking with the fans. Congratulations! <laughs> so it's funny. Yeah, all signs are pointing to the Adam Page heel turn. 
Um, he's going to be a, some drunkard, a nice drunkard gunslinger that doesn't care. That doesn't care. You know, I mean, and we, we, were, we were waiting for the first member of the uh, the elite to turn heel. Yeah. And although Adam Page like, has distanced uh, himself from the elite, there's, I think it's going to be him. Yeah. Have you noticed when he comes down to the ring, they always have like a little... A little tagline of his, his name. Stats, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, I forget. It's like, O's private party, 12 bucks or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah whoever's doing but, those little closed captionings is killing it. Yes, but uh, something that I've been waiting for on AEW is for the women to start killing it. And we've actually had, last week we had a pretty good match that we didn't, uh, there was a fatal four-way title match with Baker, Sheeta, Nyla Rose, and Riho, which was a lot of fun. Riho defended her title, and she's got to defend it again tonight. Because she's taken on Chris Statlander, the match we were supposed to have a little while ago. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, this was what I've been waiting for. Some good women's action here. Statlander showing off her strength with a big stalling vertical superplex off the top. Um, but then during the match, Awesome Kong and uh, Mel. What's the bald lady's name again? Mel? Um, Yeah, Mel. Mel, yeah. So Mel and Awesome Kong, they come down to the ring and they attack Riho behind the ref's back and throw her into the guardrail. But then Statlander doesn't want to cheat, so she suicide dives, taking out Kong and Baldy. And then Brandy Rhodes, who was on commentary during this match, she comes down to confront her, gets in Statlander's face. And then this fat man in white named Luther comes slithering out from under the ring, the fourth member of the Nightmare Collective. Uh, He distracts Chris, and Kong takes her out. And after all this commotion, Riho jumps off the top rope, hits a crossbody onto Luther, goes back into the ring. We continue the match. But uh, the Nightmare Collective keep interfering. Kong ends up tripping Statlander, which allows Riho to roll her up and get the win. So she unintentionally cheats. Um, but no, I like that they featured the woman's title here two weeks in a row. And Statlander's looking like better every week. One of the best in the division. She could win this title at some point. I thought she even had a chance here. The the in-ring action on this was great. Uh, it felt a bit messy with all this other sh- kind of shit going on. Yeah, I could have done um, without the, the shit on the outside. Yeah, but. which it, it, it seemed just kind of like... It, it just made it felt overbooked. Yeah, yeah. Mm. The, uh, but, um, yeah, the Nightmare Collective there. I guess they're, com- I guess they're coming up. Number. I don't know. This, I guess they're coming uh, up. You know, this heel faction <laughs> that we just need to, like, develop these characters more. I mean, even within... I mean, take a look at the Inner Circle. Right within that, we can we kind of have these. You know, Jake Hager is the silent, big tough guy. We have Santana Ortiz are the two kind of, especially Ortiz is like the crazy motherfuckers. Uh, Sammy Guevara is the young the young kid, and then Chris Jericho is the yeah. leader. They each have their own character. Let's make that happen with the Nightmare Collective, right? Like we know yeah. that Awesome Kong's, you know, the 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 muscle. We know that Brandy's the brains. But who's what's what's Mel doing? Why should why should we? care about her as a character yeah well uh, yeah i feel like awesome kong comes across pretty well but brandy uh, her speaking i think needs a little it still sounds a little script it's like the idea is you know? there but yeah the idea is so there close. you know it's good but like it just sounds too reading she's like and we are here the collective the collective what we are coming for and things like that. hey oh. she loves to enunciate no problem with that yeah <laughs> but no i love brandy though i love her as a performer yeah, this, so this you know a... i want i want this to do well so i don't know this luther guy apparently he's somebody but i don't know anything about him yeah who knows it's a great it's a great starting off point for this women's division let's keep it rolling through the new year yeah um, uh so after the match riho's bleeding from her gums uh kong attacks statlander riho tries to save her but she gets laid out so Hikira Shida comes out, who is watching in the crowd, to help. But Britt Baker, who is Ocho watching, doesn't come to help. She says, fuck it. Fuck it. So there you go. 
but let's move on here. It's, uh, some singles action. Christopher Daniels taking on Sammy Guevara. And these two are having a good, solid match. But more shenanigans when Pentagon comes out with a microphone. He starts taunting Daniels, telling him to do an Arabian moonsault, referencing when he botched that move a few <laughs> weeks ago. Uh, so this distraction caused Daniels to hesitate, and Guevara takes advantage, hits a big knee, and a super kick to the back of the head to get the win. So the young stud, Sammy Guevara. The young stud, Sammy Guevara. After the match, uh, Dark Order comes in. Um, Evil Uno is trying to get Daniels to, 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 to join them. Yeah, he's got... Uh, he tells Daniels the crowd's turned on him, but, uh, you know, he, he hasn't, and he can make him the man he once was, and he offers him one of those minion masks. So Daniels grabs the mask. He thinks for a second, but then he just throws it at Uno so that he, that he gets jumped by the Dark Order. So, uh, But SCU and the Bucks come out to help him. Yeah, we're still we're still trying to get this uh, this Dark Order over. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's uh, they're trying, but it's not it's not quite there. We'll see. Yeah, it's not quite there, right? Especially I feel like if we if we keep going on with, you know, the intimidation and then the beatdown and then the then the walking back in fear. Yeah. I think they they need a big fish if they want to make a big splash, you know. Yeah. Like they need to recruit someone who's a big deal if they're gonna do it. Yeah, if they're if they're gonna make this happen, but who knows? Who knows? We'll see. Who knows? Uh, we do have more tag action coming up because the tag action does not stop here on AEW All Elite Wrestling. We have Cody and Dustin Rose taking on the Lucha Bros. Yes. Um, brothers versus brothers. Is there anyone more fun to watch than Dustin Rhodes? Uh, right now, you know, I mean, he can combine another his, another guy plus forty, reaching fifty, and he, and he just combines his, like his combination of his skill and just his in ring, you know, his in ring, yeah. you know, he just knows how work. to tell a story. He knows how to tell the story and yeah. uh, maybe give a destroyer every, <laughs> exactly. every once in That's a while. That's fucking crazy. Uh, Things get a bit crazy. Yeah. So Lucha Brothers, you know, they're fighting dirty behind the ref's back. They try to bring chairs in the ring, but uh, Cody's new manager, the enforcer, Arn Anderson, just kicks it out of his hands. That's two weeks in a row that Arm's come in clutch as a coach. Yeah, he saved, he saved him a couple times. Yeah, last week he told he taught Cody how to put up his knees to block a, a splash or something. <laughs> I forget what it was. He's like, knees up, Cody. So anyways, Cody gets the hot tag. He runs wild. Dustin tags back in without the Lucha Brothers realizing. Penta hits a scary-looking Penta driver. That on looked Cody. wild, eh? Yeah. yeah like oh my barely, god. Oh my god. Almost right on his head. That was almost so. his neck went <laughs> sideways. Jesus yeah, that was Christ! Scary. But then, uh, as you said, Dustin hits a Canadian destroyer and follows follows it up with the final reckoning to get the win. So big win for him and Cody. Nice to see them. I mean, Cody, he can't go for the big title, so maybe him and Dustin can have a tag run here. You know, yeah, let him go for it. You know, Cody, as usual, uh, is just fantastic. And one of the one of the best in-ring performers that we have going for us right now. When Ray Phoenix does that little run across the top rope and just the kick rope. you in the face yeah, thing. Insane. Yeah, that, that move, yeah, that gets me every time. Because he's he's walking oh, yeah. like eight feet out onto the middle he's of this. not walking. He's, he's running. running, like straight. It's not like a sideways <laughs> thing where yeah. he's, he's just, he just goes, da, 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 and then slap. Yeah, and yeah, and that's a rope that will like bend with your weight and shit, and it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a it's little insane. more to it. Uh, but then after the match, Tony Tony gets on the gets in the ring and he asks Cody if he accepts MJF stips from last week, because last week MJF came out and said if he's gonna fight Cody, first Cody has to go through Wardlow in a steel cage, first ever steel cage match in AEW. I think he gave a couple other stips as well. I can't mm-hmm. remember them all. 
But uh, so Cody says, you know, or Arn gets on the mic and he says, hey, Cody, I'm your coach. Uh, we're going to Cody wants the match. We're going to talk about it this week. We'll get back to you. Yeah, so. we'll go. We'll go next week. We all assume we'll get the match, but yeah, he's just like, nah. We'll go next. We'll go next week, which is fine. But we do have, yeah. uh, we do have MJF and Wardlow coming out uh, because you know they also kind of demand answers. And uh, who else is coming out? But uh, DDP, unexpectedly, DDP. Diamond Dallas Page comes down to the ring, um, yeah. hinting, yeah. you know, does he have one more match in him? People are asking him, does he have one more match left? Yeah. And then uh, my favorite part, he calls MGF Motormouth Jack Off Friedman. That got MGF steamed. And after, and then, uh, and then after and then, a bunch uh, of back and forths, yeah. um, Ward Blow was less creative. <laughs> after a bunch of back yeah. and forths, <laughs> of course, uh, the Butcher, the Blade, and the Bunny come out uh, to defend MJF and Ward Low, but they just take cutters right off the yeah, bat. Yeah. And after a little destruction or distraction from the Bunny, um, MJF comes behind with the low blow. And then uh, when the beatdown's happening, we got Dustin Rhodes coming back out with QT Marshall. And then do the Bucks come out? I don't really remember. Uh, yeah, somebody. Somebody comes else comes. Then uh, somebody else comes out. But yeah, announced. this is this was weird. This was weird. Uh, you know, so whatever the hell this is happening. But uh, Butcher and Blade taking immediate cutters. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, I was surprised that. Uh, What's happening there? Yeah. Uh, then I think they announced next week there's gonna be like a six man tag or something. Okay. Like DDP's actually wrestling. He's having it. He's he's coming back. Okay. So there you go. Okay. Yeah. It is weird that Cody doesn't come running back down, right? Like Dustin comes. They just had the match. <laughs> yeah. They couldn't have made too far away from each other. Um. Maybe he was in the shower. He didn't know. Yeah, I got a lot of questions. I got a lot of questions, but uh, hopefully we'll see something next week. Uh, it's our final tag match of the night, though. We got the best friends yes. in Orange Cassidy taking on Jurassic Express. Yeah, this is just a good, fun match. Everyone in this thing is over. We love all these wrestlers. Mm -hmm. um, and, of course, we get the big standoff between Luchasaurus and Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy goes for a super kick combo. Lucha grabs him, picks him up. But then Orange Cassidy reverses it into a stunner. And then he hits his, yeah, his other big spots. The hands in the pocket, suicide dive. Tony says, freshly squeezed. And then JR is like, no pulp. No pulp. And nobody laughs. And then he goes, no pulp. And then nobody laughs. I think he says it one more time. He was trying to get that joke. He was, he was really trying to get that no joke pulp. over. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then Marco, he gets to run wild for a little bit. He hits a Canadian destroyer on Trent. Chuck goes for a powerbomb on Jungle Boy, and he reverses it with a Hurricane Rana and gets the pin for his first ever win in AEW. Fantastic. You know, first win of ever and kick off the year right, like we said, or like I think yeah. I was saying get during the shooties. Get that record books looking, uh, yeah, the left side of that record looking better. And I think, you know, yeah, Jungle Boy's going to be a star. Jungle Jack Perry. Jungle Boy Jack Perry's going to be a star right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, all these guys. Uh, of course, yeah, we love Orange Cassidy and all of Jurassic Express. Everyone. Everyone here. In this this is just a good, fun match. Yeah, this is great. This is great. Um, we'll see where this tag's going to go for sure. But uh, but it's main event. It's the main event. Will John Moxley accept Chris Jericho's offer to be in the inner circle? Of course, Jericho comes down with Jack Hager and Sammy Guevara. As he always does. Yeah, no, uh, we didn't see uh, Santana Ortiz at all this week. Yeah, well, they were out. They, they were like other, outside other getting the car ready or something. That's what. Yeah, uh, exactly. said. And, and then of course, um, John Moxley makes his way coming down the ent or coming down like he normally does. But he's got the he's got a coat on though. Yeah. yeah what's under like, the coat? He is there is that IWGP <laughs> US title under the coat? Is uh, yeah. is there a T-shirt maybe get, saying the affiliation that he carries? Under the coat, yeah. under the coat. We don't really know. He comes down and, uh, 
you know, um, Chris Jericho just goes over all the shit he's going to get. You know, you're going to get the car. You're going to get the fame. You're going to get the party. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mox, so is he going to join? Is he going to join? He says, you don't know my motivations. Nobody does. I don't want the cars, the ownership, the money. I can't be bought. I came to AEW to dominate, to run roughshod. And that is why. My answer is yes. And then <laughs> Sammy and Jericho, they're hugging. They're jumping up and down. Like, he said yes. <laughs> they love it. Moxley takes off his jacket to reveal he's wearing an inner circle shirt. Great reveal on that. This is great. The fans are yelling. Same the fans are yelling, you sold out. Yeah, he's cutting a promo. He's like, I came here to dominate. There's no more powerful force in the inner circle. He wants to stand with them. So event- Jericho's like... They're they're, they're, <laughs> yeah. they're popping the bubbly. They're doing all the stuff. Eventually, they're popping, yeah. they got a nice table. They're shooting champagne. Eventually, Mops. Sammy Guevara and Jack Hager make their way out of the ring. Uh, just, leaving, just leaving Jericho and Mox in the middle of the ring where he reveals the big psych. Just kidding. Yeah. Well, he makes sure first. He's like, hey, the keys. Don't forget my keys. Yeah, he's got the keys, of course. And uh, yeah. But yeah, of course, yeah, he's not joining the inner circle. Yeah. It's like he smashes him with a bottle of champagne. All, all uh, he wants is the title. He gives. Uh, he, dro- he drops Jericho with the paradigm shift. Sammy Guevara comes in, gets the elevated paradigm shift, and then he uh, hustles out of the ring before Jack Hager can come in uh, to end the show. Yeah. So Fantastic for- way to end the show. Yeah, did uh, did you believe for a little bit that he was going to join, or did you think the whole time he was? I did. I did. I did. For a slight bit, I thought okay, he might actually be joining. But then it started going bit. on for too long, and I was like, <laughs> why haven't they cut? Yeah. Why haven't they cut? I, I didn't look how much like time was left on the show, and I was like, okay, like why haven't they cut yeah. to the end yet? Why are they still doing this? And as soon as they hopped out of the ring, you know, I yeah. mean, it, it is super possible, right? Nobody thought the NWO was possible, and it fucking happened. Uh, yeah, and I would have been fine if he had joined here. Mm-hmm. It was it was going well the way he was doing it, but no, this is just as good. Uh, yeah, I like the I like the inner circle shirt, the design on it. That's cool. That's a cool shirt. Um, yeah. Cool shirt, but yeah, just building so much more hype for John Moxley and Chris Jericho. Yeah, we'll get that title match at the Revolution pay per view in February. Yeah. I guess that could that could that could be it. I mean, who the hell's going to win that though? I'm guessing. I'm assuming. I don't know. That's oh my god! We'll so see. many questions. So many questions. And uh, and that was the and that was the one half of Wednesday night. Yes. Almost one half of Wednesday night. Uh, it's the time we just kick over to TNT. Let's just. Cr- uh, let's, no. Isn't that what it's on? USA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't get that wrong. Don't get that wrong. We're kicking over uh, to the USA Network because NXT is live. NXT. What does it mean? I don't know, but it's some good wrestling. So NXT, watch and see. Got to tap out a count out of one, two, three. So whenever I watch NXT, it always is a bit shorter than the Dynamite, the version that I watch. If if Dynamite, it feels shorter. Well, just, no, it is shorter because like the Dynamite has the full commercial picture. Oh picture right, and shit. yeah, they don't do for a lot of it. They don't do that. Uh, Sometimes they do it on NXT, but it still ends up shorter. Weird. I, it's weird. I don't. know. Anyways, NXT's here. Uh, Rhea Ripley comes out to start the show and she cuts a promo, but then Tony Storm interrupts her and she says, yeah, congrats on being the champ, but remember I beat you twice. So this Sunday I'm going to regain my NXT UK Women's Champion and then at Worlds Collide, I'm going to become a double champion if you got the guts to accept my challenge. So Rhea accepts and I'm like, oh yeah, that's a hot match, title for title. Hot match. Uh Uh-uh. But then Kaylee Ray, the current UK Women's Champion, comes out and she's like, hey, uh, remember, I got a match on Sunday because this Sunday is NXT UK TakeOver, by the way. Oh, cool. In Blackpool or Liverpool or some of those places. One of the pools. 
uh raid 20 uh, <laughs> but uh no so she says her thing then io shirai comes out she says some japanese and then she points at ria's title and says mine and then bianca belair comes out and says oh girl uh-uh uh-uh um she says she's better than all of you and then candace LeRae comes out and then before she could even say anything ria's just like let me guess you want it too so she clocks her everyone starts brawling and regal announces from backstage they're gonna turn into a match so we get Candice, Ripley, and Storm taking on EO, uh, Ray, and Bel Air. Uh, just a good, just fucking six amazing women talent in this ring. Uh, eventually, EO has Tony lined up for that moonsault that Bel Air selfishly tags herself in, picks up Candice, but Shirai ends up hitting her with a springboard dropkick. So Ripley, Ripley tags in and hits the Riptide to get the win. Great. Yeah. How do you how do you book the match? Have each person come out and then say a couple sentences and then you have someone else. And that's, and that's the best part, right? Because two people are doing it. You're like, OK, here's the match. And the third person comes out and you're like, wait, they're not going to do uh, they're not going to do a triple threat. So we're going to have a fourth and you're guaranteed to get the fourth. And you're like, OK, they may stop at two on two. And then you get the fifth and you're like, OK, well, it's definitely not going to be like a fatal five way. It's going to have to be a six man tag. And then so you know we're getting the six and uh you know WWE books matches like this all the time. They always end up fun. It's uh it's such a weird way. It always just feels like such a weird way to book a match right there. Because no I feel like no, you know, you know, it just always feels like a weird way to do it. They all they're always doing it. Well, it did get me excited for Worlds Collide. Where I want that uh, but, title on title, but we're getting the title on title match, which feels weird that you'd throw everybody else into the feud that is actually only between I guess, two. I people. think they also wanted to remind people that there is a UK takeover this week because no one watches NXT. Right, UK. right, right. And just, so this is a way of getting yeah, Tony and Kaylee on the show and all that shit. All that shit. I guess yeah. But I get people anyways, excited. Six of the best women in the business right here. I enjoyed it. Cool. But let's kick off. It's the return of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. Uh, who's going to win those silver boots this year? Those silver boots. We start off first round match with Forgotten Sons taking on Imperium. Uh, I forget which members. It wasn't Walter. It was uh, two of the other guys. It was, Aaron Wolf. Uh, wasn't it Fabian or, yeah. Fabian Aikner? And then there's somebody else named like... I need to, yeah, I need to learn their names better. Marcel. But, Marcel nope. something. Uh, yeah. Marcel something. Yeah. Marcel Wiley? Nah, no. But no, it was a fun match. Uh, Imperium, they hit a European uppercut powerbomb combo to get the win and move on to the second round. Yeah, Imperium needs to make a splash, right? Especially after being fucking what felt like buried at that, uh, was that Survivor Series? Well, Walter himself, yeah, it was buried. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, being the, lead, being the leader of the, uh, the faction. Yeah. These guys. Yeah. No. They should be. Uh, yeah. They should be treated like a big deal because they are pretty. Cool. Yeah. These guys need to run wild. We get uh, the other, the new guy, Austin Theory, taking on Joaquin Wild. Mm-hmm. But uh, just a quick match here. Theory gets the quick, easy win with his TKO finisher. Yeah. Competitive squashes are somehow like better for me. <laughs> like you know, at least when the other guy stands a slight chance. Um, yeah. It's always a. Little, it's always a little bit nicer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but let's get more Dusty Rhodes classic action here. We got Undisputed Era, Fish and O'Reilly taking on Gallus, the UK tag champs versus, yeah, of course, the NXT tag champs. So, yeah, another another fine match. Adam Cole, he was on the outside, and at one point he interferes behind the ref's back, which allows Fish and O'Reilly to hit the high low to get the win and move on to the next round. 
So it's evened up. UK won one team. Ragged XT regular won one match. So. Yeah, you got you got to spread it out. It's got to be even and fair. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't check the brackets, but yeah, Imperium and Undisputed Era mm -hmm. line up together. That'd be fun at one point. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, but then we get the Rebel Heart, Mr. Johnny Wrestling. Johnny Gargano comes out and he cuts a promo on Finn Balor. Says that Finn called himself a flag bearer, but back in 2016 when he got the phone call to move to the main roster, he was out of there in a flash. But uh, this past year in August when Johnny got the same phone call, he stayed. So he just goes on and Finn comes out and gives his angry rebuttal. So we're going to get that match down the line. Um... Yeah, that that's great. Yeah, they're both. They're, I mean, these, both these guys are fine on promos, but uh, I don't know. I feel I feel like their work back and forth could have been a little bit better. But yeah, undoubtedly, this will be better in the ring without with, yeah, with, without, without without promos. But yeah, we we got to start building that. I guess they still have. I guess whatever's before the rumble is the next takeover. So we do need to look forward to that. Yeah, point. there is. Uh, well, no. So the, the the January show is the worlds collide, and then in February right, they're collide. having. Take over Portland, believe it or not, in February. Okay, is that a is that a standalone? That's a standalone. Oh, that's cool. Nothing, nothing to piggyback on. Oh, that's cool. So that's cool. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. So we do have, we do have, if not worlds collide, we do have February to start looking forward to. Yeah. Great. Uh, so there you go. Yeah, they can build up some more heat for that mm -hmm. that feud. More women's action though. Yes, Mia Yim taking on Caden Carter here. A uh, decent little match. Mia Yim gets the win with Protect Your Neck, which is very similar to kind of like a one-handed codebreaker thing. Kind of, yeah. But then after the match, Chelsea Green comes out, and she attacks Carter from behind, and then uh, some dude in a suit shows up on the ramp, and he starts speaking. He says, 2020 is the year Robert Stonebrand takes over NXT, starting with the hottest free agent signing, Chelsea Green. So I guess this Robert Stone is some sort of manager type, some, uh, His some Don King I don't know. His name is clearly Robert Stone. That's one. That's yeah, that, that's all we know. That's about. one thing I do know. Um, who knows who the heck he is? Is he WWE's yeah. newest uh, manager? Possibly. I wouldn't mind if he becomes some like he starts trying to like hoard like all these powerful women and become yeah the Robert Stone brand. Exactly. You know, and there's the announcer yeah. didn't Sami Zayn last week say the other day that like I have my managerial license. Maybe Robert Stone yeah. is giving out these managerial <laughs> licenses. Maybe he's the commissioner of the he's board. He's the commissioner of the, of the, the managers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but we'll see. We'll see where they go. Because I've, all, like I've always Green. wondered who's how these managers are getting their credentials. I've been wondering this for years, and maybe it's been Robert Stone the entire time. He's sitting behind the switchboard. He's taking all the calls. He's making all the magic <laughs> happen for all these managers and superstars to uh, to meet up. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, I look forward to, to more and seeing what Chelsea Green's got to do because she hasn't been used much. Other she got squashed by Charlotte a while ago. Oh, yeah, a couple weeks ago. But on NXT, we haven't really seen her at all. So let's see what she got. Fantastic. Other than, yeah. let's see what can happen. Let's see what can happen. It's main event time, though. It's main event. We have a number one contendership match uh, for that for Ro uh, for Roderick Strong's NXT North American Championship. Uh, we have Keith Lee. Taking on Dominic Dijakovic, Damian Priest, and Cameron Grimes. Yeah, this was just another. Uh, yeah, all four of these guys are great. Another good match. Keith Lee continues to be super over. Everyone's loving everything he does. Uh, he does another great, uh, tremendous strength spot where he catches Damian Priest in like a power bomb position, and he's just swinging him around like a battering ram, slamming into other men. Uh, but 
everyone else got their moments to shine. Cameron Grimes looked really good as well. Uh, eventually, it comes down to Grimes and Lee alone in the ring. They're having a great back and forth. And Lee hits his big spirit bomb to get the win and the title shot, which will be, I don't know, probably on regular NXT TV in a week or two. It could be. It could be. Like you just said, uh, Cameron Grimes uh, really looking good here, especially being like obviously the smallest person in this match. Uh, yeah. against, th- <laughs> against three big motherfuckers. Yeah, Priest is very tall. He's not as thick as the other, but, uh, but he's like a Nakamura. He's lanky. He's like, got that kind of weird <laughs> length to him, yeah. Uh, Keith yeah. Lee, though. Keith Lee's on a straight path uh, to oh, yeah. NXT gold at some point in 2020. He had a new, uh, bit of a s- slightly look with his facial hair this week. He had something going on, some new stuff. Oh, what'd it look like? I didn't, I didn't, no- I didn't, I didn't notice. Just like a little, a thin little chin strap with the goatee attached. Okay. Small, trimmed, looked nice. Looked nice. Oh my God, he looks so nice, oh, yeah. Keith Lee. Bask in his glory. The limitless Keith one. Lee. He is on. He's on. He is on a hot, hot streak right now, and I expect him to make an appearance in the Royal Rumble. Perfect. Maybe he's the one to eliminate Brock Lesnar. Wouldn't that be something? Wow, that would be something. That would be something. <laughs> well, there you have it. That yeah. was uh, that was NXT, and that was the Wednesday Night War. Yes, oh we God. covered a lot of ground this covered week. Covered a lot of we ground this week. We all, all the ground hasn't been covered, though, because we still have one thing to do the way we end off our show every single week, which is with the Wrestler of the Week. With the Wrestler of the Week of the Week. Wrestler of the Week of the Week of the Week. The Wrestler of the Week of the Week of the Week. Wrestler of the Week. A lot to pick from too. You know, we we're back to our WWE life. We're back to our, or of course, we had the the New Japan show. Um, Mike, I'm going to kick it off to you. Who is your wrestler of the week? Yeah, yeah. No, we literally had a selection of everybody from every company this week, pretty much. But um, yeah, one man who stood out to me the most, uh, most. He he wrestled as well, but his promo, his that whole angle at the end of Dynamite with John Moxley, my wrestler of the week was great. Uh, yeah, that swerve he he made me believe for a bit he was going to join the inner circle, but he didn't. And then of course he had some good matches over on uh, in Japan against Jay White and and uh, two matches. No, not Jay. Uh, sorry, Jay White, Lance Jay Archer White, and Juice Robinson. Lance Archer and Juice, but. Yeah, good week for Moxley. Love him. So, good shit. You know, and you got to kick off your, uh, you know, and of course, as we as we heard on last week's shooties, like, these results are very serious, and they will be compiled <laughs> at the end of the year. Oh, yes. um, so, we can all very here. So, these are important. These are important wins for John Moxley um, yeah. over here. And you No know, uh, points in the bank early on. You could get injured. You need those points. Exactly. You need to, in the end. If you can jump out to three, because, I mean, like, you know, Kofi Kingston was, was the three-time champ. And he was the most. So all you need is four to win. That's all you need. Yeah. If you could reach double digits. Oh, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Mox Man for all of his work in AEW and New Japan. Mike, my wrestler of the week. We're staying on the New Japan side of the world. Um, in uh, in what my favorite match of the weekend was, uh, and it was great to see him for the first time ever. Really was um, Hamaru Takahashi, the young stud with his fun coat jacket that he comes down to the ring on and it was a great match that he had against will osprey and um i just look forward to seeing more of him of course at the g1 at dominion in june uh he's going to be a face of that junior heavyweight division for some time to come 
Yeah, that'll be fun. Fun to see. Uh, that'll be fun. And there you have it. That was all the time. That's all the time we got for this week's show. All right. You know, of course, we had a lot to pack in there. But of course, you know, when you have two, when you that we essentially did two nights of a pay per view. Also, yeah, that was a big, that's a little yeah, bit was... more than usually happens. God <laughs> damn you, New Japan, for making us do this. For making but, us. Yeah, but uh, you know, we don't always shine as bright a light on them as we, every week. Of course. We appreciate what they do. Of course. But they also don't wrestle as often. They don't put on as many shows. So. I think their whole structure over there is different, how it all kind of works. I'm yeah, really not sure. That's how they can, like, we can go really hard and land on our heads and get kicked in the face because then we get a, a month off, off and then they do their next match <laughs> where they land on their face and then another match. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, that's all the time we have, Mike. Remember to rate, review, like, and subscribe to the show everywhere on all the things. It's, it's out there everywhere. Um, but, you know, the wrestling world doesn't stop, so we got to come back. Uh, we'll be back next week with some SmackDown, prob- maybe even some Wednesday night, maybe even some Monday Night Raw. Uh, yeah. So you're going to want to stick around. Well, you're not going to want to miss that. Yes. Yeah, well, we'll address what happened on uh, UK TakeOver. At least at least the Walter match I'm interested at in. At least we got to adri- we got to at least Walter. address it, you know? It <laughs> yeah, can't just I'll be completely like four or five matches. It can't be completely overlooked. We do have to address. And yeah. uh, until that and until then folks, you enjoy yourself. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>